Hi, everybody. Thank you for coming to episode 28. I'm Corey, the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. Um, just want to say thank you guys for listening in. Thank you for returning. Uh, we had a bit of an audio issue. We tried to like equalize everybody, bring some people up. Uh, but if some things are soft in certain areas or... Um, you know, the microphones don't just work. I apologize. We have everybody upgraded now. Uh, as you can hear, I'm on a different microphone, which sounds fairly clearer to me. I don't know about you guys. Uh, hoping you guys enjoy this episode and I'll see you again at the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. So, we awoke the next morning after leaving uh, Tant, not Tantum, uh, what's the name of this, what? No, it's Tantum. I'm horrible at names, sorry. And we had just left Tantum, we woke up to find that Martha had decided to go to Mordavirn to help out with whatever was happening there. We had Finn and, and Zer making what some would call a bad breakfast, but I think it was a good breakfast. Where we met the uh, we where the stranger came up and I gotta pull up the name I had it here we go Antonio who uh, just started who was just uh, talking with us and he was we had given him his, uh, okay sorry about that my mind was moving faster than my mouth. Yeah. He had came up and was asking questions. A lot of the party had was kind of iffy on him while Caster was trying to be nice nice to him. And he was he basically left the party after that. We traveled to the to where the lightning strikes were were happening where we found it seemed to be a a, a fight between the Lich, uh, Belbet, uh, not Witch, Lich, Belbaton, uh, where we found his his broken phylactery, a few items on him, uh, namely a cloak and a an orb, and some black sludge that may have been left by Zalem, We're not sure. After that, we had uh, found this gateway or portal to where where Lady Pesca, the goddess of balance was and she gave us some information like the person who who uh, killed Callisto's clan uh, who Castor's father was and a few other things and some and some items or objects that were that were close to tied to us told us a little bit more about why the balance is here and that and after that she teleported us to uh, Lorbrum where we met, I can't even remember the, the guy's name, but the, a prick. Bronze and Azul. Yeah, Bronze and Azul. A prick was right. Yeah, a prick. Uh, and he told us that uh, Soot's father is missing. Gave us a fishing hut to, to basically stay at, which was already being occupied. And that was pretty much it. Let's go ahead and do introductions. Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hi, Corey. Hello. 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 
let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start with Alex. Why are we starting with me? I just fell in my chair. Because spotlight, <laughs> go. Hi, everybody. My name is Alex, and I am playing your tiefling druid, Callisto. No further elaboration needed. Uh, let's go ahead and go with Dust. You're next. Uh, hello, I'm Dust. I will be playing Finn, the human bard, who is questioning a lot of things about his life right now. <clears throat> Rodeo? Hi, I'm Rodeo or Maxwell, and I play Caster, the son of God. <laughs> a God? Um, sir? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Zer, the human monk of the Old Light, who is currently feeling very validated in his own faith, but also questioning a lot of new things about his party members and otherwise. And last but not least, we have Jace. Hey, I'm Jace, and I'm playing Soot, the human fighter, who has... Uh done the stereotypical long travel to come back home and to realize how bad everything sucked. The night before you guys were in this this lovely kind of shack. Well, about as, as lovely as we can call it. There's not much there. A uh, makeshift hay bed in the corner. A small kitchenette in one of the areas that has no real running water. I mean, there's not running water in this point, but there's no real, like, basin or cleaning area. It's all just one kind of giant basin, which is a mix of dirty dishes, some gutted fish parts that was probably dinner at one point, a couple of blankets up on the walls to hide some of the holes. This place starts creaking back and forth slowly. And currently, the owner of the home is gone. But at the fetish of wine. Uh, soot is uh, probably, if it's early enough in the morning, going for uh, a, a bath in the in the water. Ooh. Um. Okay. <laughs> Give me a Constitution roll. Yeah. I figured. Just a a roll or a save. Uh. Make it a roll. Okay. Oh yeah, Sun's doing great. <laughs> I was gonna say Caster's gonna join you, but he's not gonna jump in the water right away. One moment. Sorry, I have to reposition everything. Uh, I would have said Finn would just been two. sitting on the dock in the morning because he didn't so, sleep well. So a natural one for the listeners. <laughs> Uh, so, so you're gonna get down there, and it's, you know you you feel like you're used to it, right? But the weather's been so weird, and you've been so long away from home. The moment you stick your toe in that chilly, cold, frozen water, you see the slush kind of form around your toe, as if just the activation of the water kind of freezes it. You kind of see this effect with like soda. They did that frozen soda trick a little while yeah, ago. Yeah, the they... the beer trick. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like that. Scandinavian ice bath. But the worst part of it really is, is that it's a cold that kind of radiates through the body and you immediately get goosebumps. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, so it's spoiled and used to relatively hot baths. So 
if it's gonna be that cold, so it's not gonna like polar bear ice challenge it, uh, they'll just walk back up, just kind of like shaking their head at anyone that's like anyone in the party, like that, like mm, nah, kind of, kind of thing to everyone. Caster looks dejected because he was going to join you, but now that you say it's too cold, he's probably not gonna be down for that. It uh, there's probably some enough dead fish in there to make a stew if you boiled it. Oh well. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'm going to get myself decent. Uh, I'm going to ask about town to figure out where my father is, and then kind of decide if what we're doing from there, if that's okay, and if y'all mm. would help me make that decision. I'll accompany you. Uh, so I will just basically throw the clothes back on. Uh, I, I'm not gonna ask like anyone terribly important where my dad is like i'm honestly looking for like rumors so i'll probably talk to if there's any like fishermen kind of like coming in in like the morning um or about to go out i'm gonna try to talk to them and catch them and ask them where my dad is or where they've heard my dad is whenever i see you going to look for somebody i'm gonna give you a guidance okay and I still don't have investigation as a skill yet. God almighty. I'll see if a D4 helps. That is an eight. Whoa. That's oh, Hold on. Wow, we'll that's take, 11 D4s. We'll take the one. The one is the that's first a, roll. That's a 38. First roll is a one. <laughs> so a nine. I cannot roll well tonight. A 30 on um, 11 D4s is not bad. Not bad. The most you get is that somebody swears they saw him get on a boat as of recently. Okay. That is uh, information. People get on boats all the time here, right? They do, but typically, I, I had a thought that he would be in Thrasset Church, but you won't get on a boat to do that. Um, uh, so do you think maybe he went after the crystal? I don't think he went after the crystal. Uh, <clears throat> I remember yesterday we were told that he was trying to get a foothold in the Grangle Jungle, I believe, to start like a, a town there. I think he went there. I think so, it was a forestry company, if I remember correctly. Something along those lines, something to make him money, which will, where there's labor, there is towns. There is power over those towns. Oh I my. hear the door kind of creak open. And the gentleman from earlier will like, walk in. <clears throat> I've got some meats, sausages, uh, some coals. And I have a few things of cheese and other such things. And he's going to kind of scoot over this little bit of wobbly table and just kind of set down a small kind of basket of stuff. Castor will take his turn cooking. Oh, and I was able to get one of these, and he's going to um, head back out the door and um, kind of wobble in a, a small little personal bathtub of wood, kind of half-barreled, Well, because uh, he does not have one. Thank, thank you. I actually was just trying to go for a bit of a uh, bath down in the uh, water. It was a little cold, so thank you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, my lord. But um, Yes, my lord. Nope. Formerly kicked out. Or it, but, um, 
Well, I guess I can ask you, I've already got a bit of information. Do you have any idea where, um, Mayor Hogan went? Do you have a, have you heard any rumors where he went? Um, let me, let me quick roll here. No, I'm not too much up on Mayor Hogan. Mostly I've been a bit preoccupied with the uh, boat that sank in port. It naturally sank, or was it attacked, or what happened? I don't know. Nobody will investigate. It's just underwater at the port. Uh, what can I roll for cooking? Survival? Uh, yeah, you can do a survival. Alright, let's give it a shot. Subtle look to the group. I know we have other things to attend to, but do we want to look into this, or do you think that's best left to locals? It'll at least be another stamp on the charger. I mean, we well, have to get in the water. The question is, how badly is it sunk? Is it salvageable? Far out, is it? Um, it's right at dock, actually, and it's sunk about 20 feet. It's currently sitting on the floor of the dock. Well, that's not much of a problem, at least for some of us. And um, If you have magic, maybe, um, or money. It, it's so cold I don't in have there. Either. So, or it's so cold in those areas. It, it, it wouldn't be, be a problem. It, not at all. So it'll look at Callisto. Do you have something for that, Callie? I that do. Sorry. Ooh, to, oh, with the coals or with the water? Oh, uh, that depends entirely on what kinds of animals I have seen in my travels, Corey. Have I seen Sweet. any, like, seals? Or a salmon? Well, a salmon's seal's not going to be able to help pick something up, like a seal. A salmon, maybe. A seal, yeah. Um, now, if you're thinking walrus, those are kind of different. I'm not. I'm thinking like a large seal. What about a okay. leopleurodon? That's Fuck also you. a valid question. <laughs> what about Probably a plesiosaur? I think that might be out of my, my uh, challenge rating range. Probably a 1d100. Oh. Okay. Out of your range or not, you have seen one. Oh my god. What's As the I'll challenge say, rating of a Leopleurodon, Charlie? Pretty high. You might not be able to use it, but you have seen it. I just figure you might like to know that information. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't know that that's what it's called. <clears throat> um, but I'm, I'm going to dive into the water and come back up as a gray seal. Oh, I'm glad you didn't go anywhere, because I have full intention of joining you. Um, let me get out of some of my clothes. Not all of them. <laughs> the guy yeah, see your noises. Hold. You know, you know what? Jaw it, mind. I'll join you as well. That's just cooking. It's cooking pretty good, too, by the way. Just so I'd say you probably chopped up a few potatoes, put in a little bit of uh, flour, kind of get that boiling into a nice kind of thick chowder, add a little bit of onions and pepper, get that nice and thick, 
and maybe in a uh, like an actual like jalapeno pepper. Cut that <coughs> into threes. So put that in. Can't, let that broil can't say, a bit. Can't say chowder. Then put in the me. meat because you're gonna wanna you're gonna have some thick meat with that because that's gonna be a chowder. So you get those nice thick potatoes. And you get like chunks of thick broiled brats in there almost because that's about what they had in that time. So it's all kind of mixing. It's kind of aromatic. You're definitely gonna find that the meat is going to kind of simmer to the top and kind of create this, like, golden kind of bubble to it. You have to mix that down in and get that all kind of together. And Caster's killing it. Yeah. Caster's killing it so bad he's making me hungry. Okay. I'll stay up here and make sure the soup is warm, but also I'll be up here uh, there. I will be uh, in communication with you, so if anyone runs into any troubles, just uh, let me know and I'll see what I can do to help. I'm not very puzzled as if he missed something, but he's excited to get into this shipwreck, so um, he's going to turn to Callisto and say, uh, shall we? And he kind of like hooks his arm like as if they're going to go skipping down the promenade, but like he instead like puts it over Callisto's like scruff. <laughs> uh, Chris, can I ask a question about Zare? Yeah. Has he put a shirt on yet, or is he just like Jacob He just Black took it off. off. Okay. Oh, but he has have been, we... like, it's been cold and he's been wearing a shirt. Okay. Yeah. I, I was gonna ask, have we ever seen Zare wearing a shirt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, since, like, like, he has a change of clothes. He took a fancy party, too. Yeah, We've also been to the, the fancy party. That's a good point. Um, but he has, like, sort of fighting, like, workout clothes that are a little bit more gym-like that you're probably used to picturing him in. And then he has, like, standard clothes. When he walked into Lorbrum, he's not dressed like a desert noble. <laughs> no, I know. That makes sense. I was just like... Has this actually been established in the game? But yeah, you're good. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, he's he. So I guess the arrangement is like, um, Callisto, you keep Zare within sight since vision is probably going to be the biggest obstacle for him. Um, but he he's he's probably going to be able to navigate just fine, speed wise and athletic wise in the water. We'll see. <laughs> Um, but, uh, he, he'd be the most capable. Finn, you said you're joining us as well? Yeah, I'll take off the, take off the, my coat, pretty much, and I'll dive in along with y'all. In the flush. Callisto's gonna, like, slap him with the back of your tail. Finn, I mean. Why? Fun and merriment. Mm. I'm gonna need a con save from Finn. Alright. 17. All right. You are gonna stay yourself, but you will know that you have a half an hour at most before this might start affecting your innards. Mm. Okay. Well. Do we okay. see the, the shipwreck? Go ahead and give me an investigation, because it is the ocean. It's going to be hard to kind of see through without any kind of 
tools or, or underwater vision, and it's going to burn the eyes if you open your water under the ocean. So, kind of wondering, you might be able to figure something. I don't know. Can you open your eyes in salt water? I feel like yeah, burn. you can. It's it, it's not it, pleasant, it, but you can. No, it, it it gets much better after like five minutes. It does, it especially if you're used water. to it. I used to body surf all the time, and I would eyes would be open constantly. Yeah, is there surfed all the time? I have never been a seal before. <laughs> I've never been a seal before. Uh, who else is? going for it? Just two people? Oh, um, I guess uh, I will... Can I... Uh, since I stated I was helping um, Callisto in her search, even though we're going separate ways, can I give advantage to her investigation check? You could. Or would you like my, me my, to roll my own? It might be better for you to roll your own. Okay. Um, before I go in, good. I'm going to um, uh, slap a Perendi's Bond onto um, Finn. So you have a plus one to saving throws while we're bonded. Alright. You just feel a slight angelic inspiration. And then I'll do my investigation check. Which is one less than Callisto is at a nine. Hey, we rolled the same thing. We did roll the same thing. I am going to say that you are going to find the ship. It's not going to be hard to find. You know, the post is going to be kind of sticking up from the water. But finding an open door seems to be having difficulties. This thing looks like before it sank, it was locked down tight. And the wood has a few barnacles. It's been under for maybe a week or so. But it doesn't have in, it, like any huge like internal damage that you can see just in the top level. Um, for the most part, if this thing were to come back to the surface, it would need some cleaning, maybe some upkeep, but it would probably still float if you could repair any holes. If I cast Dancing Lights, does it make it a little bit easier to see? I would say it would give you advantage. Okay. I'm gonna, after the investigation, where I can't see, I'm gonna just cast the, the Dancing Lights, like, one orb of light again above all three of us to, like, a searchlight. Okay. So, and see if I can, can I see if I can find a better way to get in into there? Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation with advantage. All right. It's eighteen. One of the side windows has kind of rusted, and one of the uh, the brackets are kind of falling off down at the bottom. You give it a good yank, it comes right off. And the window opens up, so you can kind of swim right in. Okay. I'm you gonna... will need a large breath if you wish to continue into the boat. Three minutes, when... Finn. Yeah, no, uh, when I get the door open, I'm going to, like, flat, like have my light change a color so they'll, like, notice the door, and then I'm going to start swimming up, back up to the surface. Okay. Um, Zara will follow him, and he'll... He'll yell, just because I imagine there are some reason for it. Like, do you want me to go in there instead of you? Do I you can probably hold my breath longer. He's, he's just going to, like, point at it and, and be like, point at him like he's, like, like, you, like you're looking, he's starting to turn a little, like, blue. And he's, and he's going to start flowing back up. 
It's also looking a bit pale. Um, yeah. Your temperature's getting a bit colder. Can you get another con save? All right, I get it. So plus plus one for con. I mean plus one for saving throws, uh, Chris. Yeah. All right, so plus one whatever to this. Okay, you'll be able to hold out for another good 20, 25 minutes. I'm I'm still heading back up. So I'll, I'll I'll leave the rest to them. I I don't think I should be taking that much of a risk. Can I uh, perceive where Callisto stands or swims? Um, <laughs> she she's actually going to come back up too because okay. seals need to breathe. Um, washing of the water. Get a breath, kind of poke her head up. So I'm going to do like an after you motion? Question mark. She nods. As like a, a seal, and then goes right back down. I'll follow her. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a seal nodding would be like one of those videos of, of them just doing the the head squish. So, yeah, she's she's gonna go back down and go through that window. Um, and I'll be right behind her with a fresh breath. My allergies have been acting up, so I it's just been really bad. Yeah, now when I, I cough, make sure you're back alive. of my head is just so painful when I cough. My body just hates it. I feel um, that. So we're coming up, we're getting air, we're going back down? I will stay up. I, I, I don't want to risk it as much as they do. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure a warm bowl and shout out. Yeah, basically, I'll make sure that Finn is good to walk to the hut to get at least somewhat out of the elements to be able to sit down and then, you know, get fed and then I'll go back. Is Xur um, following fully underwater? Yeah. All the way through the ship? I'll yeah. need two con saves from you throughout this. Okay, throughout this, do you want me to do them now and just you'll narrate what happens later? Sure. Real okay. quick, before you roll, Chris... I would like to say I am periodically um, casting message. It has a range of 100 feet and it needs three feet of wood to be blocked. So I am like periodically basically casting it down like this is soot, status check, and then like to Callisto and then one to, to Zare. Like I am just like every probably once a minute. I don't know how long they'll be down there for, but that's you're underwater. You got to be kind of quick. Okay. So, Two Sarah actually hears you. Oh. Um, Zara actually hears your voice in his head. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fun trick I've learned for a while, but just haven't got the use for it. But uh, mind your swimming. Uh, don't stay down too long. Once your lungs start burning, it's a little bit too late. So, uh, come up before then. Thanks, Lee. Um, so... I'll, I'll let that one go. Right. So you guys will dive down, you know, kind of find your way off the, the main deck into the window. You will check the main quarters. Uh, the captain's area seems pretty much unharmed. Most of the corridors down below, some of the floating boxes, uh, crates of inventory, or 
stuff like that. They're also floating, but no damage. Uh, all seems relatively normal. But when you get down to the very bottom, <clears throat> the very crux of the ship, where a lot of storage and other kinds of things go, you, know, you get the bilge pump down below so the, the ship don't sink. But there is this very strange cannonball-sized stone It seems like a shifting onyx that kind of just moves around. Can I... This is probably going to be a really stupid decision. Can I go up to the rock and boop it with my snoot? Sure. Okay, does anything happen? Uh, you'll slam to the ground with the force of about 20 foot fall. Um, this uh, ball, uh, discerning from what just happened, has something to do with mass and weight. Question, do I take any damage from that ball? 2d6. That'll be six damage total. Okay. The stat block that I found on Google for seals has nine damage. Is that okay with you? Sure. Okay, so I am still a seal. Lovely. Callisto's gonna kind of swim away from it and just look at Zer like, help? Yeah, he'll um, he'll uh, swim down to where Callisto fell and um, without much hesitation he tries to move the, the the ball off of her and see if it's even mobile. Like if it's so heavy it's that it not, can't be moved. It's not on her. So it's not on her. Okay. It's just the moment she touched it, she felt a force which drug her down and slammed her against the ground. So I'm going to do the same. Can Callisto try and get in the way of that? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to hold a hand up just saying it's okay. Um, um, from from the, the description, which was very vivid and very good, um, I can kind of tell what this thing does, and I can kind of already get the idea why it's here and why the boat sank. So with all that knowledge... I'm still going to touch it to see if after that initial shock it's still movable as if it were a block of onyx the size it actually appears. Or if it itself is like insanely heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's just like an initial force that is in, it's enchanted with. I'll need a dex with disadvantage and then that'll depend upon the strength roll after. Okay, so a dex. So that's a um, plus one because I'm bonded with Finn still. So that's a twenty disadvantage, seventeen. Okay, and go ahead and give me a strength roll with disadvantage. Okay. Does my proficiency with the athletics apply or not? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, athletics. Um, that is also a, a 17. You get a good footing. You slip a bit because you're not quite understanding how much this weighs. 
even with a good footing, a good plant, and a good heave, you're not able to lift this. This thing feels like it could be upwards of 700 to 900 pounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not going anywhere, and I shake my head at Callisto, who's kind of just getting their bearing again. Um, and staring at, at Zer like, what the fuck are you doing? Can I get you to roll me an insight? Because I feel like I, I feel like you could discern more than that. Okay. Um, yeah, rolling insight. That's a 21. So, does you kind of come back from the situation and you look at the ball and then you look at the size of the ship? This is a medium-sized ship, right? Okay. So to sink something like this, 700 pounds wouldn't really be much. It's about the size of a full crew. This thing should still be floating. So there could be a situation either with proportionate weight to mass, or it could weigh more than the 700 pounds that you first estimated. Okay. Um... Unfortunately, I'm going to say that Zara doesn't actually have the math and physics <laughs> required to absorb all of that. So I'm going to just assume that there is simply something else to this puzzle. And um, I guess with like the last of his breath, he's going to search around for some kind of lockbox, which he knows ships often have. Um, something that's waterproof that might show records of... Um, what happened before the ship sank. Um, anything made of metal or anything uh, seamed with seaweed um, or any kind of other sealant? Um, a strong box? Really sealed. Um, there, there is a box. Um, mm -hmm. There is like a captain's record box, but that's up on the top level. I will say that eventually you guys need to get air. Um, yeah. You could take another pass at this, which is fair. Um, yeah. Give me one constitution roll to get up, because we did take a little bit of time down there. Would Callisto need to? No, you're a seal. Your, your, your oxygen time is like 15, 20 minutes without the need of oxygen. It's another 15 with the bonus. Okay. So you'll get to the surface, and it's like, <gasps> okay, like you edged that. But you got it. And the waves are kind of lapping and lashing. Callisto's so, going to whack him with her tail now. Callisto, I'm, I'm a trained athlete. I know how to fall. I knew that if it did me as it did you, I'd be okay. But I appreciate the sentiment. I think I saw a captain's box when we were circling the ship earlier. I want to go down and just grab that quickly. Um. And... I don't think it's worth uh, trying to um, retrieve that ball at the moment. I could that wait if until this passes. It's um, perhaps over caution for me, but it's it's best not to be in open water uh, during a storm. Point. We we um, can come in. Everyone can warm up. That way we don't get too cold, and then hopefully the storm will pass quickly due to oh. everything. Because you know the captain's what? box isn't going anywhere. Zer, you, you lived very close to water. Yeah. You've seen storms over the water. Oh, yeah. Give me a survival check. Okay. Um, I don't have proficiency. Oh, 
19, uh, actually. That storm is, is pushing outward. Um, I'm, I'm going to... Do I, do I get to send him, like, a, like, 25 words back to search? If I, if I ever send a message, it doesn't say how much I can send, but I, I'm trying to keep it within, like, you have essentially to six back. seconds. You have to yeah, whisper I figured back. You can't speak back anymore. Yeah, I, I assume we were having this conversation, yeah, above water. Like, y'all came up in water, so it's, like, standing on the dock, kind of, like, watching y'all in case, like, I send a message and I'm like, hey, is something bad happening? And Gliss was like, Sarah got stabbed. Soot would just jump in to, like, save y'all. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the underwater. It's an, extreme, it's an extremely eloquent sale. Yeah. I uh, need to roll a deck save. But there's going to come ashore, and he he's going to mention to Soot very, like, candidly, um, it looks like the storm is heading out rather than in. However, I am getting rather chilly, and I heard that Castor has made some delici delicious um, something. Uh, yes. Chow out, you bastard! Um, we do have a bit of information to relay. Okay, uh, let's talk over soup. Um, well, while they're talking, Callisto's just doing donuts in, in the dock. Callisto, I, I hate to waste your, your powers, but do you want any soup? Seal Callisto, Callist Seal, do you want any anything? She I mean, dives under the water very briefly, comes back up. Is it easy enough to get some seaweed? Seaweed, yes. Oh, okay, she's just going to go down very briefly, get some seaweed, come back up, and just start chewing on that. Okay, if you get cold, I guess, don't be in the water. Caster would have put a bowl beside before he put meat in it because he knows Callisto doesn't eat meat. So, but are you going to tell us what's going on? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah once we come back in, we'll, we'll uh, I don't know. Ben never right. went back inside. He's been sitting on the dock. Had he been finished. enjoying his soup? He, had, he hadn't touched soup. He hadn't really, like... He's been looking at his jacket where, like, the pocket with the... The, the piece of paper he got from Lady Pesca has been... Just... Kind of focused on that for a bit. I think after a while, Callisto would kind of come up, bump him with her snoot. And just go back to doing donuts. Um, so, uh, here's a story. Uh, we found an artifact of some kind. It is definitely magical. Um, it appears to be a, uh, a stone about three quarters of a foot wide. But it weighs much, much more than it should. In fact, it has a magical... I would almost say transmutation, kind of like a, an effect on gravity itself when you touch it. it makes you fall at an extreme high, extremely high rate. And uh, Callisto fell victim to it, however, I can't tell the damage on a uh, seal as I can a human um, or a tiefling. Um, she seems okay. Can you get me down there? I could probably get rid of the magic on it. Are you able to cast identify without? Uh, no, but I can cast. I can cast a spell magic. 
<laughs> he, I, 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 I don't know if that's a bad idea or a good idea. Um, probably not a bad idea. Maybe more like a neutral idea. Um, but I'm thinking whatever magic it has might need to be analyzed to figure out exactly what went wrong. There's also a captain's box that we know is down there. And if we had some time to retrieve that, then we might have an idea of who placed this stone there. There's something else at play, though. I don't know my math and my sciences as well as Soot might, but this stone alone shouldn't have been enough to take down a ship of this size. Well, all I can tell you is that I could get rid of it if you could get me down there quickly, I don't, I can't hold my breath very long. Did, did you, um, when you swam down to the ship, did you check the outside for damages to make sure there was no exterior, uh, hull breakage? Um, sorry. You're going to notice that Sarah is actually avoiding looking at you. So I'm doing a perception roll to see relatively how much of that I caught. Um, uh, we didn't check specifically for damage, but um, there, there could have been on the underside. So it kind of like thinks, uh, okay, either that stone would have to have incredible mass be placed at an incredible position as to flip and thusly flood, or there'd have to be enough so that their collective mass would be enough to outweigh the buoyancy. Uh, if you can, whenever you go back, check the lower hold to make sure uh, that there's no more of those stones there. Um, have Callisto check the outside to make sure that there's no breaches to the hull, and then uh, get the, 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 the lockbox up here, and we can work on that caster if you wish to go down there to work on the dispel magic otherwise I'm not sure what we should do because I believe all we were doing was trying to well, I guess they're trying to clear the shipwreck so it's kind of hard to clear the shipwreck if, okay. we'll figure that out we'll kind of deal with that as, as we uh, learn more information who calls to order then I suggest that Callisto do a scout around the boat to see if there's any damage and check the lower hold I can guide Caster to where I left the orb. Um, Caster, as I understand, you have a better time seeing in the dark than I do, so you'll be able to see the the orb, and it's jet black. Well, thinking over my magic, and this is me asking Corey a question, because I'm going to post it for you, Corey, and I'm not sure, but rules is written. I don't have to see the object to dispel it. It just has to be in range. It doesn't say I have to see it. It says anything within 120 feet. Yeah, I'm going to rule that you have to see that. Okay, that fair enough. That way. Fair enough. I was just, I was just wondering because that way I wouldn't have to go underwater. I'll go ahead and rewrite it into alt rules after tonight. Um, most because I'd never really come to this situation before. Um, so I'll, I'll rewrite it on my 
I think that's the right call. I think anytime it says choose, you have to have line of sight, which isn't the same as sight, but it's very similar. Uh, so, Caster, it's going to be a bit cold. Um, although you're more used to cold temperatures than I am, so I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to, right before we jump in, use the prayer beads of bless on myself and Zareth because we're going back down. Okay. Uh, I will need two constitution saves, please. So both here, I'm gonna, that's, sorry, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna slap him on the back at the same time, renew my uh, Perendi's bond, so that'll be a plus one in addition to the d4. Okay, good, because it's a flat roll for me. Be Rebecca, we need for a Look at you! Oh, I have a 20! Get me down quick no. though! I have, I have a constitution mod of zero, I can only hold my breath for a minute. You're gonna have to get- you're gonna have to get me down and get me out fast because when I say the verbal command it's probably gonna take the rest of my breath that I have left in me. Which is why Callisto is following, so that she might pick Caster up by the scruff and yeet. That's not bad. Uh, I, I was going to say Callisto is also following them just to make sure neither of them drown because she has a lot more air than both of these puny humans. ASMR. Human. Humanoids. Hey, you call me God. <laughs> I refuse. Sorry about that. Okay, cool. Alright, so we're we're all going under. Twenty for me. We have an eighteen, a twenty, seven. Okay. So that's the first. But let's go ahead and do our second. Okay. Oh man. And I'll oh. give oh, I'll give you both an option then. That's a six for me. You guys can fight the cold. It will mean that you will receive about 1d6 frost damage. Okay. I'll take it. Feeling the, the shudder, um, Zer's going to give uh, two two pumps to, to Kasser's hand um, and look back to see if he's doing okay. He'll nod. Okay, and then he's going to swim a little bit faster, which I imagine takes us through the window into the chamber that the orb is in. Once you guys get down there, um, let me actually, let me go ahead and give you guys that 1d6 frost. Once this stops doing that, one frost damage. Still hurts. Oh, a whole whopping one. Your toes are red and tingly. You're, Cali you're a Californian in New York. It's over two percent of my health. Well, you know. <clears throat> anyway, so 
once you guys get down there, you will find the orb. Um, it will still be somewhat shimmering. Um, with the light kind of retreating for the day and barely like that amber glow uh, kind of hitting, it's going to get kind of dark in the area, but that orb is still going to transmit a little bit of light. Alright, well then Caster will... He'll like give Zare like a tug to let him know like, we gotta go right after I do this. Like, he'll be like tug and like point up and then he'll hit a dispel magic on it. So, Let's see. Creature object you see within third range. It's over the spell is the fourth level or higher target. Make the ability check using... So I will need an ability, spell casting ability check. So you feel that if you have if you had not been as precise as you had been, it would not have worked at all. Um, but you will see kind of a bit of a shimmer from the orb as it kind of just dislodges and rolls when gravity finally hits its real weight. And it just kind of rolls limply. Since I had to say something in Celestial to do that, I'm, I'm tugging on Zare because I used my breath up to do that. I'm like, I was like, troll. And then, like, I'm like, go, 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 go. Callisto's still down there, right? Callisto's still down there. Callisto is going to grab Caster by the scruff of the neck and drag him out and up to the surface. I'm and I'll try to a... hoodwink the, the orb. Okay. You can hoodwink the orb. It's weightless at this point. Um, there is a giant crack in the center of it. Um, you can kind of sweep him up. Uh, I'm going to need a constitution save very quickly. Um, oh. I'm sorry, Corey. I'm, I'm going to assume you're going to need one for, for Zareth as well? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, yours will be standard. No dis disadvantage. <laughs> That's a five. We are rolling like garbage well, uh, down I got okay. stuff. I got stuff. Okay, that is an eight. <laughs> All right. So as we both come up, we are going to take another D6 of frost damage, which is only two more points. Three points of frost damage. Hey, points. soon enough, it'll be a three. <laughs> you're going to get up to the top, and the moment you do, you're going to feel uh, dizzy. There's like a tingling numbness to your legs. They feel a little weak and unsteady, and the world is kind of spinning on you a bit. The caster is definitely portraying this like he's like reaching onto the dock and he can't quite pull himself up. Callisto's going to get up underneath him and just kind of help help him get in the dock? I don't know how you do that you as can, a seal, but you, like swim that, underneath you, him and just boop. When you do that, you feel his legs are like jelly limp, like he is not putting able any weight on them right now. Jen will uh, see this and help him. I'll like help him pull him up. Yeah, so we'll uh, help get Caster and when Zare comes up, we'll help get Zare. Uh, inside. Did um, Tristan have a fireplace in his home? No. <laughs> uh, no. So we'll go to uh, we'll try to drag them to an inn, like if there's like an inn or a tavern nearby, so we'll get them there. I did it, guys. Zare is going to actually try his best to refuse your help, Soot, but it's not going to be an like an uh, like a malicious rebuff. 
it's, it's going to be kind of like a pretend you don't exist, but in not a mean way. Like, do you kind of get that? Like, yeah, Soot is going to look um, at Zare and try to try to make eye contact if they can, and then also look at Callisto to just kind of Callisto and Finn if I could catch them in the same glance. The best way to warm someone up, um, get them in a warm place, and then body heat to warm them up evenly. Um, Zare, we need to get to an inn where there's a good fireplace so it's not too cold. Uh, you guys will okay. notice that the boat uh, just behind you guys will start to slowly resurface as the buoyancy of the wood still remains a little bit higher than the sunken ship itself. I was, I was wondering, I was like, it's... Cass are gonna have to go down there and just cast destroy water until it starts floating again. Uh, Callisto's gonna unseal herself and climb up the dock herself. Uh, well, probably should have talked to someone other than Tristan before we did that, but we have at least one witness as to a guild charger. We can say we just did that for the price of a night's stay. Can, can we not? Can we not think about the guild charger right now? I'm freezing. Oh, that's that's fair. Yes. Uh, Soot will hand you their bowl that they've like refilled with soup. Just uh, hopefully the inn doesn't mind us bringing in outside food. If not, my father owns this town, and they should listen to don't, me. Don't don't ever say that. Say it like that again. That just sounds wrong. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, I've worked really hard on... I don't know if you've noticed, there's a bit of, like, a In diasporic please. accent to this town. So I'm, I really worked on getting rid of what I had. I'm going to grab my grab, jacket. I'm going to switch and grab Finn's arm, because I see that Soot is sitting here dilly-dallying, talking. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be like, let's go, I'm cold. I'm going to go I'm gonna go grab my, my jacket, my coat off the, uh, the, the dock and put it over... Uh, caster and start looking for an end. Mm-hmm. Well, um, after a bit of searching in Lorebrim, you guys will know, um, or at least uh, Soot would know. Quick question the only about Lorebrim. In... Uh-huh. Quick question about Lorebrim. Sure. Um, does Lorebrim operate by the sacred rules of Finders Keepers? So is that our ship now? No. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you would need the ownership uh, deed. Check the box. Check the box. Um, you know, you would know that the only inn that would be open is Bojar's Inn. Um, this inn is really nothing special. The wood is worn. It's old. As you guys stand outside, you see one of the, the hinges to the, the sign itself is actually snapped. It's just kind of hanging there. Um, a little bit of uh, mold can be growing or some, some like moss on the corner of the sign itself. I'll go in and I will order six mulled wines, if they have mulled wines. They have wine? That's good enough for me. So we'll take it. Red or white? Uh, oh god. Well, oh god, Soot probably likes red wine. Gross. Uh, I'll just say White for Callisto? White for Callisto, of course. No, I was going to say red. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, thank you, Callisto, for drinking the good wine. Okay, Callisto yes. knows nothing six, about alcohol. Six, so red wine. Nothing wrong with red wine. Are you kidding me? My birthright is the Bordeaux. It is so good. 
I don't I don't like the taste of so like red wine is currently seven silver. For um, one or for for glass. Six? Um, for glass. So How strong is this wine? Very poor. A little bit stronger than usual, but nothing to write home about. Can I perform for our wine and and places by the around the fireplace? You will immediately see, see the the bar bartender kind of as soon as you kind of walk up with an instrument, he'll just go and point up to the sign above him, which says performance does not equal currency. Mm. What about what about this one, Corey? Mm-hmm. They're making every effort to accommodate me Thanks and avoid my displeasure. To the best of you, you are welcome in high society. People assume. I mean, he's welcoming to you. He's just he not accepting to, you anything still have to keep your but, doors open. but currency. Yeah, yeah, like he's he's fully welcome. You can sit. You don't even have to order anything. He's not going to make you leave. But I mean, it doesn't mean uh, he's got to lower his prices. Does he have a fireplace running? He does. I'm gonna go plop down in front of that. Yeah. Um. What about a thing of brandy? Yeah. Um. A single bottle of brandy, which is about a serving size of uh, fifteen servings, would go for about a gold. Oh God, hell yeah, baby! We drink that brandy. Give me that boot brandy. So it's coming back like a Saint Bernard with a bottle of brandy <laughs> for everyone. Brought all brandy so, around his neck to warm me up in the snow. You get that. You get that gold to him, and he'll hand you this kind of square glass. Um, it's almost see-through, but you see the buildup of like crustaceal kind of salt on the edges of the outside of the glass, like it's been chilled in the ocean. Um, and there is a wax seal on top with a two barnacle kind of look to the very top of it, and you can kind of like pull the cord and rip That's the That's very We get cool. to keep the bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, we bought yeah. the bottle. We damn better get to keep the bottle. <laughs> One gold, or it's five of I, if you want to keep the bottle. Like, oh, man, I'm walking out with this. That bottle is awesome. Yeah, so I'll, I'll pass that around. We got 15 nips. Each of us can take, you know, three <laughs> shots and get plastered for the day if we want, or just warm up a little bit. Finn won't drink from the bottle. He'll just pass it to the next person. So are you guys just chilling in there? It's just, I'm just sitting by the fire, warming my bones and drinking yeah. some brandy to warm up because Kester's like freezing. Corey? Hmm? Question. Um, yeah. Since Callisto is a tiefling, does she run warm at all? Um, I mean, a little. Okay. I mean, She's going to kind of... More than anyone else. Okay, that's fair. She's gonna sit between Caster and Zer and just kind of awkwardly hug them both. <clears throat> I would Caster's say you would run at what a human would consider a fever. That was my thought as well. Caster's gonna lean in and he's gonna be just sipping on the bourbon bottle, just chilly, like shivering. Yeah, Zer will do the same and like pass it back and forth between <laughs> Caster and himself. You and I, you and I partitioned uh, dusts, or we partitioned fit, uh, Finn's servings because he said he wasn't going to drink any. Okay. Uh, in the inn are several people. You have two tieflings, uh, both kind of communicating with each other. Something about a few books uh, from the library. Um, this is one of the gentlemen. This is 
other. And then you have a feminine uh, in the very back corner, a purple dress. Um, very artistic looking. Uh, definitely looks as though she's had some time as a wizard or some arcane training. And then there is a gentleman just kind of off to the side near the fire, taking in a small drink of a little bit of brandy. Okay, I feel like I have to ask, just for the sake of posterity, do I recognize either of these tieflings? No, that's racist. Okay, cool. That's race. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> look, she's kind of hypersensitive at the moment. <laughs> he doesn't know. They all look the same I anyway. I would assume. It's just, I don't have, like, descriptions of every single character, so I figured. I just needed to ask. It's I didn't need really to ask. Racist. I just wanted to. I mean, like, you know how many times I get... I asked if I know John from Canada. Like, I'm kidding. I don't get asked that. Hey, do you know John from Canada? <laughs> it, listen, it, the sad thing is, is that it's the opposite is true. The South, at least as far as I know, a lot of it, like where I'm from, like it's like yeah, like I do know that person. Like I know their family. So like yeah. <laughs> you know yep. Lena from Oshawa, Ontario. Oh, I used okay. to go to school with her. Let's, let's head on back here. Yeah. Um. Uh. Caster, can you, uh, do you still have the ability to cast Identify? Yeah. <clears throat> what do you need? This orb we found on the, uh, the skeleton. Oh, I know what that orb does already. Do you? Yeah, it's the orb that petrifies. Yeah. I, thought... I thought we already had that. No, nope. it was the mesmerizing. Did you nope, the mesmerizing... We, we went over this last week, guys. The mesmerizing orb was the one from the bandit camp where you got suicide bombed. We the, have way too many orbs. We have so the many petrifying orbs. orb we didn't take. We we undid it, or we took it back from him and then gave it back to him. Right, and then we found an orb. Just on his, on like his body. Yeah. We found Yesterday. the orb on his body. Corey made it clear that I recognized that orb very, very much when I, when I went over and I uh, investigated and Sorry, which one was the orb that we had after um, Callisto and um, Castor petrified themselves in the cart, and then Zare came along and kicked it out of their hands and put it back in the bag? We which one was that? that? We did have that orb. We had that petrifying, because I, I completely forgot about that. I thought we gave it back to him. No. Yeah, we found another orb on his body, and I, I've been wanting to know this what This dude is the fucking orb man. This what is with all orbs. these fucking orbs? All right, I'll all give it an identify. I'll sit there and I'll I'll sit there and I'll, but I'll take my time with it. Take my my good sweet time with it. I'll hold up my my pretty little opal that Zareth got me. So and which I'll, orb is this? The, the, the one, one we found on the dead guy's body. On Bevaton. Because apparently we all we already no 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 he had another orb with him that you said we recognized, but. And thinking back, we already had the petrification orb because Callisto and I looked at it and we both got petrified and then Zareth came in oh. and put it in a bag. So I'll, I'll sit there, hold my, hold out my opal, look at the orb, you know, cast identify on it. It is a plus one arcane focus. Ooh, so plus one to... All spells cast through this orb. What about, is it saves or not? Give me just a plus spells. for my spell save DC. No, just spells. 
So it only amplifies like, what goes out of it. It's like a mirror or like a magnifying glass. Oh, that's there cool. Is, like a, like is. the focus of the war mage or whatever it is. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, that could be useful for me. Or for Finn. It doesn't really matter. I don't, cast a lot of spells. I I don't really... I, I mean, a lot of my spells are more effects now. Not really I mean, damaging. I still have, still have a few up my sleeve. Uh, my worry is, though, since it came from a lich, it might be cursed, and I have no way of determining whether or not something's cursed. Well, I'll grab it and. No, that's. I, it might generally. be when you attune to it, it would become. It would let you know if it's cursed or not. Well, it would be cursed. Finn, if I, just. Please stop, because I believe you're two for two right now with with that. I guess two for three now with that orb. Let's. What, what, what do you mean? Come, come to a consensus. Well, you seem to find a lot of bad knives, if I can just put it that way. Um, and perhaps next time we see a mysterious object. No one will touch it immediately before we know what it does. And then once Would we you... know what it does, we can touch it. Would you all be willing to sell it? I mean... Sure. <clears throat> I don't think that's a good idea. If it's cursed, then we just put it in someone else's hands. And if it's not, none of us really find much use for it. it I mean... The, the I, money would I, be better off for us to use I can, amongst the party. I can find a use for it. I mean... I do have a few damaging spells. I'm sure you could. I have a few as well, but... we Why don't we come to that decision later? I truly doubt anyone in Lordrim has enough coppers to uh, rub together to buy, buy this anyway. Okay, I'll hold on to sell it. Unless we want to sell it to my father, in which case, hopefully it is cursed. Uh, <coughs> but... Um, so I might want to mention that there are a few other patrons in the inn who seem to be magically inclined that we don't necessarily want to be advertising all of this about near. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I so, but Castrol pocket it. Yeah, did someone did someone grab that chest from the, the ship? No. No? no, we had intention of going back down oh, but it, to okay. get it, but it rose to meet us. Um, Caster, when you dispelled the magic on that orb, did it did it completely stop? Is there any sign of magic left in it? I did. The Caster, uh, examine it. Caster will switch, and he'll say, "I'll tell you in like about ten minutes." Can I just do like an Arcana check before he wastes a whole? Like, not gonna waste anything. Just gonna, just gonna ritual, just to like see if it has magic vibes. Is that, or does it need to be identified? Oh, detect magic. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna ritual. I'm gonna ritual detect magic, but it'll take ten minutes. Just sitting here, just chanting some words, doing my thing, sipping on brandy between sentences. You're muted, Corey. What are we detecting? I'm detecting if... magic from the onyx orb that we found to see if there's anything oh. left in it. Fucking nothing. Okay. Nothing. Here you go, Zareth. It, it looks like it might be something that you could use. A nice, a nice onyx, to say the least. Does have uh, a giant crack down the center. 
we can salvage what we can salvage. Could he grind it? Could you grind it for pigment? Um, perhaps. It depends on the exact kind of thing that I'm trying to create. If it's something small, I might be able to use granules of it for a butterfly's wing. If it's something large, it probably doesn't have the chemicals to fully emulsify into whatever I'm trying to create, but, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be valuable, no matter what. Okay, but there's nothing magical Pretty about gemstone. It. So it is. For, for somebody, because I know the, the peaking of music may have gotten somebody's attention, at least, because I know somebody asked about performing earlier. Uh, you're going to go ahead and look over at the performer at some point. I'm sure you'll take a sneak peek. Um, this is the lady currently performing. Sorry, scanning the room, does anything else pop out as magical in here that is out of the ordinary? Um, I mean, a few things behind anything? the bar, but you could probably discern those are like service items, heating uh, plates or stones, um, water taps from, you know, the kind of like a portaled item. Um, gonna draw straight from the ocean but it doesn't like do anything to the water um there is uh maybe a trick coin on one of the tables other than that there would not be residuals from maybe a not even yeah on so the there would be it? like there would be residual from her um okay. but it seems like you would have to like really peer i'm not gonna into, stare i'm not rude yeah um uh oh, go ahead dust i'm oh, sorry uh He's gonna like. What what is she playing, and how is her like? I guess best point is mannerisms or like stance as she plays. Um, she is sitting on a chair uh, in the stool. Uh, she has her eyes closed. She's just kind of feeling the music. Um, she's letting her fingers kind of move through the frets. It's not clean, but it's smooth. Um, it shows that she hasn't been taught. She's been self-learned. Um, he's gonna get up and, like, get closer, but not, like, not, like, front row seat at her, but he's just kind of, like, paying more close attention to her. For the listeners, uh, the feminine described here is a little bit on the fair side of the skin. Um, she has a very acute chin and a large uh, kind of locks of brown brunette hair. Um, with very kind of distinct light green eyes. And, I'll, and it's a, like a little bit... Can I bring the lyre out? Like, or is it like, can I not summon it again? Roll me a constitution save. No. Damn it, Currently. I'm... No, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying currently, no, you cannot pull it out. I, I wasn't sure if I was heard first. I'm sorry. No. A hand bone. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna use uh the what's that ability again? Your creation ability? Yeah, the that's trying to see what it's called. The performance of creation where I can create something and he's gonna create a just very basic liar. And start like playing in tune with her. 
like trying to match her to like just uh I, I guess the best way to put it is like make it sound her her song sound better non-magic items of your choice uh, fight space holy crap that's a lot of reading um, it, it basically can create an item for up to a certain like a non-magical item for a certain up to a certain cost brain hurt aneurysm Everywhere you can make there. a you okay. can make a non-magic item up to right now 120 gold and it lasts for three hours. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so um, it's, a, it's a very basic liar, like not nothing special. Give me a performance. All right. I am actually really good at those. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh damn! So the ring, while you play, isn't going to summon the liar. But what it is going to do is it's going to turn your strings to gold. And there's going to be a verberation from them that kind of just, like, rumbles as you play these chords. And it's in tune. It's very, like, dazzling. But she's not seeing any of it. Again, her eyes are closed. She kind of gives, like, this questioning look as she plays. Like, she's not opening her eyes and she's just kind of plucking these chords kind of joining you actually the song will end uh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to overstep it's just once I heard the tune, it kind of had the feeling to play. It's okay. I was only playing because I wanted to. There's no, you know, deals here with musicians. Uh, I'm surprised. Like it, this place doesn't seem like it's really. I have a lot of a lot of musicians in it. I I wouldn't know. Are you not from here? I'm blind. Oh. I. It's okay. I, no one really wants to talk to the blind girl. No, <laughs> and she's gonna but, start being out. It's no, you're you're fine. I I don't care if you're blind. It, you play beautifully. I could I could tell it's that it that you're self-taught and it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's um a fun hobby. Um, when I'm not at the shop. A shop. My father's the blacksmith. Oh. His name's Brick. Brick. Uh, what's your name? I'm I'm Finn. Anastash. Anastash. Yes. How long have you been uh, playing? Um, 
five years? That's yeah, about the same time I've been playing the liar. That's, I mean. I heard a joke once. Do you want to hear it? Uh, sure. Never trust a person who plays a liar. Uh, where's the punchline? I'm sure you'll get it eventually. Ah. Uh, well, I I guess uh, I'll have to think on that. I'll leave you be. Uh, would you like to walk me to the door? You know what? Yeah. Uh, I uh, if you want, I'll I'll walk you back to you where you're staying. Okay. Uh, she'll kind of get close to you. She'll kind of loop her arm in with yours. She's kind of warm. Um, that, that nice hair kind of resudes heat. Mm-hmm. So she kind of keeps her neck warm, her shoulders warm, her lower back and her. So as you're kind of walking, it's just kind of sweet because you're going to smell this weird mix of um, like the flowers that she uses to decorate her hair. So you get a little bit of like rose mist, a little bit of that mixed with some kind of thick carbonate metal. And it's a weird sense, but it's it's an acquired scent, really. And it's not horrible, but it's not beautiful uh, by any terms. Um, once she gets to the door, she'll kind of uh, reach around to the front end and, and grab this uh, wooden stick. And she'll kind of swing that out in front of her. As, as well, you, like... Oh, no, go ahead. Do you reside here? I don't believe we've met before. I, me and my group just uh, came into town not too long ago. Will you be staying long? I don't, I I don't know. Uh, We have some business here, but after that, we'll have to be heading out after that, but. Would you say you have maybe, she'll do a little bit of math, it seems. Nine hours. I'm I'm going to uh, uh, like well she couldn't see me put a hand up. It's like uh, just one second. He's not going to go anywhere, but he's going to cast sending to soot, and it's he's going to say, "Are we going to be here for nine hours at least?" At this point, I think we'll probably leave in the morning. Make sure everyone's rested up. So. Nine hours it is. Uh, what is in nine hours? What like time of day will it be? Um, that'll probably be like really early morning. So like seven, eight. Because it's okay. probably like 11 p.m. at this point for you guys. Oh, okay. Spent like the whole day doing all that. All right. And then one yeah. hour. Okay. So I uh, nine hours is, well, I guess it's sending. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll say, uh, we'll cut it back. I forgot it was sending. Nine hours, yes. I, okay. Why I, do I, I feel like we would still, still, like, mumble and, and, uh, and stumble your way past 25 words, so you oh, absolutely. <laughs> still get the confirmation, but just sit there and, like, keep rambling and, like, <laughs> talking to myself, basically. Yeah. Rambling absolutely. on. Uh, you know what? For you, nine hours. I, I, we can definitely wait. 
Okay. Um, we'll meet here for morning breakfast pies. All right. I, I like the sound of that. Um, she'll kind of lean in and give a gentle, kind of friendly kiss to your cheek. Score. And she's going to start walking off. and he, uh, He's going to like dumbfounded standing at the door watching her and and do the whole like anime thing like where he puts his his hand to it where she where she kissed him and start walking back Corey change the title of the picture to anime waifu.jpg <laughs> I don't rename <laughs> pictures uh so that happened as he sits down uh well that gives us a nice time frame uh, I'll arrange uh, for a ride to take us to the Grangle Jungle while we, uh, I suppose, get some rest and we'll leave after breakfast. Anyone else want any of this brandy? Uh, <laughs> sure. And so we'll take it. I assume you're probably like two thirds of the way through the bottle. Me and Zare. Me and Zare were passing that thing back and forth. We're probably, uh, we're pretty toasty right now. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we should give it back to him. So we'll kind of plop it. Presumably, I think you said Finn sat down? Yeah, I sat down. Okay. So it's going to kind of put it in Finn's like lap, kind of like, you know, hand it off to Finn. Um, and then I, it's going to. I have to find us a ride to the Grangle Jungle. If anyone wants to come, you're more than welcome, but uh, got to find someone who's willing to take us. Sure, I, why not? I, I feel like I should stay here and take care of these two. That she points to the two boys who are next to her. Um, but go, have fun, have a great time. I'm Enjoy. Gonna fist bump. I'm gonna fist bump Zareth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at Finn and I'm gonna be like, "You are so lucky. I'm not straight." <laughs> What's that mean? I. <laughs> You know, so I, I'm gonna come with you as, as he like, like red face gets up and wa follows Soot. I would argue I'm so lucky you're not straight. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, how many boats are like in the dock? Give me a. <laughs> I don't like Give that me laugh. An investigation with disadvantage, please. Disadvantage. Uh, 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 uh. Investigation. <laughs> Alright. Okay. I've closed my character sheet and reopened it. So we'll see how well it rolls. It's, it's probably in so, uh, uh, a fourteen with the with the minus three disadvantage. Fourteen. Not terrible. There are about three ships. And as you're kind of calculating all this together and maybe even trying to take in people from the boat, you see a very familiar face. Um, one from your childhood. Um, one which uh, might even send a few chills uh, just kind of down your spine. Mostly because her gaze um, is hollow. Fairly beautiful young lady. But she is cold when you look into her eyes and she's going to kind of come walking up to you. Leovold. It's soot now, but 
that'll do. Well, that's fine. I hope you weren't planning on also running out on the arranged marriage. Uh, I was planning on going to look for my father. Though I don't know who you'd want to marry into, though, um... Well, it I was believe... talks before you left. Figured you did know. I was hoping you hadn't left because of me. No, no, I promise it was not because of you. Uh, I had... We'll call them... Creative differences with my father. Uh, who I now have to go and find. Uh, I, I've heard tell that he went sailing, so I can only assume he went sailing east. Mm. Yes. Coincidentally, that's where I'm going anyway. Two birds, one stone, and yes, I do intend to throw at least one stone at my father, before you ask. I don't know if that's a joke or if that's serious, but if it's a joke, fuck you. What? Me? Two birds, one stone? No, I can throw a rodeo. Oh, I was like, what did I... What You're did I... muted, bro. I can't hear you. I was serious. Oh, okay. Just making sure. What did I okay. She's cool. She's cool. I think I've seen, actually, something fan-made that I might look up later. Um... Sit, don't you want to uh, introduce this uh, lovely lady to, to uh, us? Yes, I suppose. Uh, well, Corey, Corey, bail me out real Check quick. The photo. Check the photo. Oh, it has a name on it. It didn't have a name before. Okay, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Hey, this is my lovely fiance, I suppose, Tricia, uh, friend from childhood. Um, daughter of one of my father's uh, friends. Is that their relationship, would you call it? I business partner? Or business partner, more like it. Um, yes. some, something along those lines. <clears throat> Father um, has a hard time differentiating between the two, doesn't he? Uh, so, Leovold, I do have to go over with you the budget for the wedding. I also need to get you to Make sure that you set up for the flowers and arrange for the priest. Okay. Last one died. Oh, and a presumed monster attack? I can only... Old age. Oh, well. Someone, like, actually look surprised at hearing someone die of old age at Lorna. I'm like, whoa! An old man <laughs> just died instead of getting, like, killed in his sleep? weird. He, he was that old man that didn't give up. That one cranky motherfucker. That like just... a werewolf comes into his house. He's like fuck you! And like pulls yeah. out like a silver dagger and just like stabs the werewolf. <laughs> he was freaking commie from... Oh my god um... for real. Uh... Okay. That's uh, Yoshi. Hey, so um, I as you may have gathered, I've been out for a while and I'm not caught up on certain dates. Um and if you are done traveling, correct? Because the wedding's due in, like, four days. Oh! I am not done traveling, as a matter of fact. I am when they agree you to... You do realize that we're going to lose a 200 gold deposit on the church if we don't get married in four days. On the, chur on the church? On the church. Frost? Frost the church? Up 
No. What? Oh, I, I was, I was, I was really, I was like, who is the new out? church? And she's going to point to the one that's slightly dilapidated with one of the like. So, like it's got like <laughs> one of the towers like limping from one little board that's supposed to hold all that weight. Okay. Well, um, uh, so you you don't have to to lie to her. We well, we have all the stuff that you've been arranging as soon as possible. We already have a priest. We, uh, I'm also a performer, so I'll be performing at the wedding. We are going to get his father so we can bring him back and have this wedding as perfect as it can be. Give me persuasion. I am also good at that. Soot is like staring daggers, like just like the like you just said something bad in front of your mom in the grocery store. Like um, that look. It gives you a wink. Like it turns you and wink. She's gonna kind of squeal randomly, like almost immediately. Uh, she's gonna kind of throw a hug. Um, she she's she's a very dignified lady, so no kisses. She's not, you know, but she is just kind of giving you that old sweetie hug kind of thing, and eventually she'll just kind of. <clears throat> And kind of fix her shirt a bit. Okay, well, um, if you have things planned, I can attempt to, for maybe $50 I can offer, 50, 50 gold, I can offer maybe a, a transfer for a week. I can maybe buy a week. Should be 50, plenty of time. For 50 gold, you see. Yes. I Although, don't with the savings that we have, it's probably going to be the last bit that we do and can make the wedding. Right. Uh, I don't have 50 gold on me to give to you. Uh, no, I have I... it. I'm fronting. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, I, I'd have to talk to my group about that. I, that's, that's our wedding. It's, that's, yes, it's, it's mine is yours, uh, yours is... It's the moment that I'm sure that you've dreamt of. Um, so, I will have to go. I will be leaving tomorrow to go get my father. I'm sure he's on his latest business venture. We'll speak with him for a moment. Then we will uh, come back as soon as we can, and uh, we'll be in town for your bachelorette party and my bachelor party. Um, okay. Uh, if you're going to be leaving, can I give you your gift? The wedding gift? Sure. Can I give you my gift? Sure. Uh, I have it just back home. It's around the corner. I'll be just a I'll few minutes. Be here, talking with some of the captains to see if I can arrange passage. She'll head off. Uh, Soot. The second she's mm -hmm. like, kind of like turned a corner, Soot is going to like turn to Finn. So, as you could tell, I didn't know I was getting married, and I've made. No plans on getting married. As a matter of fact, I have spoken with my father personally and broken three arranged marriages that he has set up for me. Uh, so this would be the fourth that he made without my permission or knowledge. And while I was away, I'm sure he kind of finalized the full deal, uh, despite them saying all of that. So that's just... Yes. Uh, yeah. And if I hadn't stepped in, she probably would have kept kept you here. So... She'd have a hard time doing that. I think I could probably get out of her way. She could get out of mine pretty easily. Uh, but but no, I have no interest in, in marriage. So I, that'll be 
um, a conversation for a week and three days from now, I suppose, or four days from now. Well, hopefully we find your father, beat the crap out of him, have him hey. basically hogtied and sent back here, and we never return here. I mean, that's true. I should... Hmm. I'll have to see if I can make some arrangement. There's probably a better person in Lordrim for her than me anyway, so uh, probably someone who, as I said, wants to get married, specifically wants to get married to her. So let's get back to what we are actually, no, we have to wait here. Yeah. And then, so it's going to kind of do that like kid waiting on someone thing where they're like half limp and just wait. Um, they're going to root through their bag uh, and I do actually have a specific thing that I'm going to give to them. Zareth, Callisto, this place isn't so bad. Why does pretty much everyone that your father knows suck? My father has a, a great skill of... Uh, I don't know the term. I want to say harvesting uh, people that he, he likes that exhibit qualities that he finds suitable for his needs. Um, he was training me to become the next Lord of, or Mayor of Lordrim. I apologize if it was his way, it would be Lord, but, uh, and he was training Azul to be my right-hand man. It's a long story. Hey, Gory. Mm -hmm. Can we get a background on her? Is she actually a really nice person with just hollow eyes? Like, I really want her to be a really, really nice person. I mean, you can investigate the NPC through roleplay. I'm sorry. Or... Question. Do we want another RK situation? Which one? I, I can tell you that she is probably perfectly fine. Like, if, if, if I may have a little bit of narrative control, she's probably a perfectly fine person that is just a noble. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't really talking about her. She, she seemed fine, and I didn't want to... to to break her heart so that's why i spun a, spun the story a little bit uh, so uh how long does she make us wait here at the backs um not long i'm just trying to find it i'm sorry you should have done your note of creation thing to make a ring on your finger and then said you were his uh you were his uh, or you were their husband I just met someone, and I'm not about to ruin it by rumors. <laughs> okay. So eventually she'll come back with this, this kind of rather long thing um, wrapped in leather. Uh, it's got a bit of, uh, kind of fine cloth wrapped to it with a rather large uh, red bow, which was kind of expensive at this point. Um, just the bow alone was probably about three gold, roughly. And she's going to hand you over uh, the item. I'm kind of a little excited. Uh, so will uh, reach into their bag. I'm sorry I didn't have time to, to wrap this, but I found it to my journeys, and it seems appropriate for for you and for where we are. And so it's going to pull out the uh, the moon crystal that they got from, uh, from gambling. Oh! Happening. What's happening? Like here, sorry. You said a moon crystal. The moon crystal, the werewolf repellent that we got in the same bet with the uh, guild house key. Okay. 
I will, I will delete that from my inventory, and I'm sure I will regret it when we are attacked by werewolves in the next five minutes. Um, well, she's actually going to think this is quite thoughtful, um, especially because this place has been plagued a little bit with were-creatures. Um, so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, what do I... Peter, to break your heart. So, well, uh... Yeah, it's called ghosting, Romeo. Get your coin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sad now. Oh, wait till uh, you what see what she got him. How, um, how long is it? You say long. I, I'm assuming it is like a couple About feet spear long. size? Yeah, that's, oh. what that's what I figured. I was like, it's either a spear. I was doing the <laughs> eyebrows. Um, so this is a slightly legendary weapon known as the Chill Spike. It does a 1d8 damage. Um, its range is increased from a normal spear by 20 feet. And on a crit, it can deal a 1d6 extra frost. Do you it mean, I cost... assume you mean the, the throne range is increased yes. 20 feet. Okay, not like, yeah. oh, that guy over there, just let me poke him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The throw range is increased by 20 okay. feet. Um, it has a 1d6 extra frost on a crit. And deals an extra plus three regular in just frost. Okay. Hell yeah. Hold on. Is it a plus uh, one weapon? Like a hit or anything like that? Soot yeah. is like genuinely shocked. Like they open it and they just look and like look up at her and look down. Where did you get this? Well, I noticed when you were training, you mostly favored the spear. And my parents had this uh, a little while ago, but they sold it. So I spent a little gold trying to retrack it down. I thank you. I, this is very sweet. I'll thank you. Um, when so you gonna... just think of me kind of, like, go in for the most awkward hug that has, like, ever been given. Like, kind of, like, go in for, like, both hands above the shoulders and then kind of, like, stop and, like, do the, like, Oh, God, tilt. it's the high school dance hug. Like, you're <laughs> like, ah, like, I, yeah, like, the really, you're like, well, I don't know how to, and then, like, kind of. I think resolve it in that giant crate. I think she's just gonna kind of you might be awkward. She's not. She's just gonna kinda of give a smooth kind of hug. It's got guilted into marriage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> thank thank you. After that she'll kind of apologize and then kind of bow. Um again, hugging in public. Royal Gross. You know. Goodies um, holding hands. Gross. She'll give you another bow and she'll say I hope to see you. Um, if you can't get back in a week, send me a letter. I'll see what I can do. Hey, I'll fight with honor on your behalf. Thank you. And so we'll bow um, and then just kind of turn to walk back to whatever ship they were standing by. Uh, can I get those stats like written up so I can put them in the... Um, shit. I got it for you. It's you it's it. a one, it's a one d eight spear. So versatile, meaning one d eight, one d ten. Would be my guess, right, Corey? You can use two handed yes. for one d ten. Throne range would be 40, 40, 80, 80, I believe. Yeah. And 
Uh, on a crit, plus 1d6 frost damage. Normal, plus 3 frost damage to it. And uh, it's a plus 1 to hit. Finn's going to turn to Sense like, it's like, you got to marry her now, dude. I... This is quite a dowry, to be sure. Um, whether it is a dowry or not. It, um, it's quite a legendary weapon. Hey. It's quite um, a it's quite a legendary weapon. That that co probably cost a a pretty penny. Hey, that doesn't change me not wanting to be married and all of the things that come with marriage. That is a discussion for another time. Um, but perhaps I have been selfish in my own desires and those need to be rethought Ma yeah you know at least give her a chance you know it is not i that is not how i work then those attachments do not really come to me if, it, if that makes sense uh, no, but I'll let you, I'll... I am not interested in anyone. It is now starting to get very late. Okay. Uh, are we able to find, like, I don't know how much, like, passage is or, like, how to arrange that, but, like, I assume Soot would. Like, do I need to go to, like, every ship to talk to the captain? Reach passage to leave tomorrow, or I would go ahead and roll investigation for me. There were four ships in the dock. Oh, can Zare offer help to um, Soot? Because we're that's still in exactly the bar. What Zare... well, I thought we all moved out because Finn was still in the bar, too. No, no, Finn, I, no Finn, Finn left, left because Zare got drunk and was not even hitting on him, was being like... Oh, like, you were watching over girl. us, Callisto? You were not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I would have gone out if Callisto wasn't watching over us, but yeah. that's apparently what happened, so that's okay. You, you embarrassed Finn, so he ran away. Gotcha. Uh, so, 21, or I guess 18, if, you, if we're doing disadvantage again? Three of those ships are not passenger ships. They are only cargo. The fourth ship, the captain isn't there currently. And they said he'll be at dock until the next morning. Okay, we'll uh, catch him in the morning. I assume you're leaving somewhere around early morning. If, if at all. Uh, thank you, I'll, I'll return in the morning. And so we'll mm. kind of wander off, like still holding the spear, um, thinking... Oh, wow. A bit of Go frost on, forms from it. It radiates out. Finn's Caster. probably like... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, can Caster get another bottle of brandy? Not to drink, he just likes the way the bottle looks. <laughs> and he wants to drink it later. Callisto's just going to facepalm in the background. You know, Callisto, I'm... I'm really okay. Do you do you mind if I just go and wander? There's a lot of stuff in my head I need to clear out, and I don't need alcohol. 
Can I roll an insight check on how okay you are? I mean, of course. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not actually sure how much I drank, um, but I have a decent constitution, so I imagine I'm a, a fair bit better than Gaster is. I'm guessing we each drank about a third of a bottle. That's a good. To be that's fair, a good, her good passive point. insight is sixteen. I'm just. She just gives you a once over and just says, "I mean, yeah, if you want to." I'm. To be honest, I'm mostly here for this one. Much appreciated. Um, good work out there today in the in the wharf. You too. You look good as a seal. That I am not. I am not sure how to interpret that, but thank you. All right. Kind of nod. I, I I admit I'm not completely sober, but I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got that sense. No, you're fine. You're you're totally fine. Go go live your life. Have a nice night. Uh, and Callisto is going to start undoing Castor's hair and rebraiding it without the purple flower that's been in his hair this entire time because it's gotten really soggy. And uh, Zara's just going to um, pointed it out leave to and I don't want to say wander aimlessly because that always turns out bad. Um, so he's going to stay by places that are still open. Um, not go too close to the water, and also try to see if he can find such. Okay. Um, so there's really like not much of anything else open at this point. It's nearly midnight. Um, stars are out. Sun is completely gone. It's dark, and a little bit of snow is kind of falling. Uh, just like a soft drift. Probably feels nice. We probably would have met you along the way. Yeah, I was gonna say we were out walking, so Um Rodeo, I need you to roll me another constitution save, please. <clears throat> you betcha. That's what I'm good at, guys. I'm great at constitution saving throws. <laughs> Eleven. Not bad. You will take four damage. Um, your legs are um, still a bit jelly, and the more that you kind of move faster, like if you were to jog or to pick up the pace, you're going to get dizzy. Uh, and then you're going to get nauseous, and eventually you will throw up. In the bar? Wherever. Okay, can I say that I throw up when we're on our way back to the to the house? Sure. But getting up and getting the bottle and then going back to Callisto and when she starts braiding his hair, uh, he's going to be like, I don't feel right. Okay, that makes a certain amount of sense. Um, come on, let's, let's get you back to where we are currently living. But, yeah, come on. My, my legs hurt, though. She kind of thinks for a second. No, I'm just, and, I'm just letting you know my legs hurt. I'm really cold, still. No, I, I, I got that. And she is going to attempt to bridal carry him like he's done to her, 
for like 20 times this entire game. Can I do that? Can you do what? Can I bridal carry caster? Sure. Beautiful. I'm going to do that. Uh, midway through the walk, caster's going to kind of like put a hand on your shoulder and push off. And he's going to like find some area and like jelly leg his way over there and just start throwing up. Or should I take again? Six? No, four. Okay. I don't know enough about alcohol to know if that's normal. Is that normal? Can I do a medicine check on myself, Corey? Uh, you sure may. 23. You have the bends, or what is known as decompression sickness. Nope. I have, uh... I have something that happens from swimming too deep and coming back up too fast. Okay. Uh, yeah. let me, let me give it a try. Um, just going to put his hand on his chest. Ask lesser restoration. All right. I feel any better. It will, once removed, will cause exhaustion, but she'll sleep off through the night. You're going to see a faint glow as Caster puts his hand on his chest, and then he's going to be like, just kind of slump a little bit. Ugh. Okay, come on. Let's let's get back somewhere safe. And she's going to pick him right back up again and start walking even faster. I need to go to bed. Yes, yes, you do. Oh boy. Thank you, Callisto. Well, I kind of figured you couldn't walk. It it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so, once everyone's back, I assume we're all meeting. Well, uh, Chris, did you want to meet Soot and I guess Finn, since Soot's with Finn out on the street? Like, did y'all want to <clears throat> chit chat? Um, yeah, actually, um, Zer has something to say to Soot, um, that he doesn't mind Finn being there for, but I think yeah. everyone might be a too much. So yeah, he'll he'll um he'll force himself to look at you, Soot. But it'll be friendly. It'll it'll be normal. And uh, he'll say, uh, "How how did it go?" Did you, did you find a ship for us? Uh, nothing yet. Um, only one of the ships was even able to take us. Uh, but I haven't spoken with the captain yet. That'll have to be done tomorrow. But I did get to meet my fiancé, who I did not know was my fiancé. So, good, good news. But I did get this. And so we'll hold the, the spear up. Very nice dowry. From her. Um, I did give her the Moonstone to protect from werewolves. I thought that as an apt gift, especially since I didn't have too much to give. Do you actually intend to go through with the marriage? I don't know. That is the issue. I would have said no, 
Then she got me this, and I thought about it, and I'm still thinking about it, that the reason I'm saying no is because I don't like my father. And that's not fair to her. However, it's not fair to me, but I don't want to. Zer's going to avert his gaze. Um, he's going to think a bit and bite his lip. And he's going to say, I, I, I don't think that right now is the right time for me to say what I was going to say. Okay. I'm, I'm just sad and I want to go home. Um, same, honestly, and that's the problem. So why don't we go to Tristan's and finish off the bottle and get some good rest before we have to go on a journey tomorrow? Um... That's not what I meant by go home, but polishing off the bottle uh, sounds good. I I know that's not what you meant by go home. That I don't consider that Shack Michael. I, I understand what you meant. But one step forward will get us there eventually. We'll get you home. I'll, I'll promise you that. Uh, Finn and, and, and Zare, while I have you here, as a, as a private conversation amongst us, lads, can you be a good husband and a good lord without fulfilling your husbandly and lordly duties? No. Uh, I may not understand the question, but... I don't think that would, uh, that should matter as much. Uh, it, it shouldn't, but it does, and it may, and that is, I've got a lot to think on, and unfortunately I hate having my mind changed, because this is what it does to me, every time. I say, just like you can't be a good glass blower without heating your furnace, you can't do a job of the heart without putting, putting your whole heart in it. I don't... I'm going to speak frankly here. I'm, I'm done with the metaphors. I've never felt love or attraction to anyone before, including, including them. But what if I just don't know what it is, and I've been missing out this whole time, and it's... I just don't know, and I, I, I'm, I'm not like this. I'm just as normal as everyone else is. I'm just an idiot who doesn't know what I'm feeling. I'm 
really sorry, but I, I, I don't, I don't know how to help you. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I think you're right. I think you're fine. How you are, who you are, is just fine. I think you were right to say that it's not fair to this lady to go through with something when you are not sure of how you feel about it. And I don't think it's fair to yourself to pretend you do know what it is that you're about to enter into for the sake of maybe finding something that you were missing before. You have time, you're young. Aren't you younger than me? A little bit, but not Okay, okay. I, I was still. I suppose I am still relatively young, but um, by at least most noble standards, I'm getting to the um, eligible bachelor phase of of my career. Well, I can kind of agree what Sarah is saying. There's also the fact of, if you don't try, you'll never know if you have, if the feelings are true or not. I mean, it's not like I've had a chance to try. It's gone from, hey, this was a friend of my father's friend, or a daughter of my father's friend, to you're now getting married. I haven't, haven't even I mean, yeah, that. that's not <laughs> trying. That's being forced. That's not the same thing. They're not giving you the chance to form, like, the bonds or this, the feelings for them. They're just saying, hey, do it. Okay, you, you're saying, don't say no. You're saying, like, get back and be like, hey, why don't we go about this the long way? Yeah, like I said before, like, if you, may, if you want to, give her a chance or give somebody a chance. And, you know, it's whoever you want to try with. It's... It's just, you have to make the first attempt first. So it kind of, like, nods, like, the, like, hey, that, that makes sense. You can only expect to get what you give. But, um, let's get back and, and make sure everyone's doing okay and that we get well-rested. Um, I, I, I'll also say one thing. I have no clue what I'm actually talking about. I have never experienced any of this before myself. So I take what I say with a grain of salt. And Sir probably is smarter on this than I am. Because oh, he is actually married. That's true. Not yet, but he's engaged. Uh, not, not yet. <laughs> Wait, I thought he was your fiance. No, um, no, I, I left um, before that could ever be established. But it was my time to adventure, and he had a stable job. So we just we're not on a break or anything. We just 
were apart. Physically. Well, you're doing better than any of us are. Two minds, one heart, huh? Yeah. Okay, I... I'm done emoting for now, to be completely honest. Time to go back and... Um, go to bed. and or Drink, go to bed, wake up, whatever order we do things in. I don't... This is... I don't like being home. Don't like it. This is not I thought I would come back a hero. But no, nope, done, done emoting. And so just walks off. <laughs> well, if you're if you want some uh, distraction, as he starts asking all these questions about the blacksmith, about the if you know the his daughter, the 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 person he was playing, he's like. Do you know which maybe she likes? You know, should I get a gift for her? Corey, do I know any of that information? You're muted. Roll me a D100. Okay. <laughs> a 90. You do know. Um, she's got a bit of a sad story. Um, her father once worked for your father, and at one point there was a murder which implicated one of his weapons as the murder weapon. Um, because of that, and because of him not paying attention to who he's selling to, um, he was fined and demoted uh, to the lower ranks of the town. Um, her blindness was caused uh, by one of the upper royals. Um, one of your mother's uh, friends who uh, at one point was brewing something and sloshed it out the window and got it in her face. Um, so she's been blinded not because of anything like So she's had probably about 10 years to deal with her blindness. Did she and cool daredevil powers? No. Um, she's always been talented with her instrument, of course, um, her lyre. Um, but... No, she didn't need any cool powers. She's not much of a spellcaster. Um, God. And her mother was apparently um, murdered, uh, some of which they kind of drew back to your father, but there was no real hard evidence. Real quick, pause. They drew the murder back to... This is a whole game? Okay, not the, not the blacksmith. Okay, I was wondering, like, this dude um, has been one degree away from two murders at this point, like... Well, from, from what they were trying to say is that her mother got caught up and she was a casualty of something that she got in between. She wasn't even targeted. Wow, your father just sucks! Like, he just drains, like, does everything... Everything he touches just dies. Uh, Ellie... I really wish you could have seen this town uh, 10, 20 years ago before all of this started. It wasn't perfect, but it was certainly not this. And so we'll, like, motion back to the, like, you know, rotting city. Did, I mean, did they ever she, say if she could be cured or blindness? Uh, possibly? I don't know. Um, or... We haven't really had clerics like the like caster. We've always had 
you know, old men that come here basically to to die, or you know, the the people in the ch that get sent by the church is like, oh, you did something bad, so go to Lorbrim, serve your time, and if you survive like a year, you can come back and you've done your penance, that kind of thing. So we never got anyone really worthwhile. That's um. <laughs> One of the reasons I never really got into religion too much, to be honest. He called Caster worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the highest compliment you'll can, get. <laughs> can I ask real quick, because uh, my brain has completely blanked, what name did I give her? I was going to ask Shira? that too. Oh, not, her. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's not... Hmm? It's by the picture. No, it's not... Oh. Uh, the girl um, that... He spoke to. Yeah, not uh, like like uh Nanastash, is not what you Anastash, yeah. Anastash. Ah, Anastash. No, 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 I, I heard you, you and I, that yeah. was why I was like, okay, hey, sorry, I was like just got it. I was I was trying to trying to say, yeah, that's what Chris said, because I was like, I I couldn't remember. You are very audible, congratulations. Honest. I'm guessing on that spelling. Please forgive me. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be a derivative of Anastasia. Probably ends with a J because it's Slavic. Um. Actually, the I know this. This this is crazy. Or just a CZ. The the derivative of Anastasia is actually Nastia, and I know oh. this because that is our artist's name. Okay. Um. Then it's my derivative. Uh, no, I, I just thought it was really cool. Our, our artist's name is actually Anastasia. You can cut that out. Oh. oh. I, I, that may possibly, yeah, I would suggest cutting that out because I believe that is. That, that could qualify doxing. as to be doxed. Yeah, yeah. let's not. Actually, or... yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, please do cut that out because the stuff that she draws could be considered dangerous political material. Oh yeah, let's we'll cut all that out. All yeah. that out. Well, all right. uh, let's let's head back. I I think I have a date in the morning. I have I have I promised to meet her in the morning. We might so, get to it. Yeah. So let's head back. I need to rest. I'm nervous as all. Question. Sorry. Go, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so it's going to do the ritual to bind the spear, the, the new spear to them, but that's that's all that I need. Sorry, Alex. You're fine. Um, do you think by the time they all get back, Caster would be asleep? He only cured his disease. He didn't cure his drunkenness. It's only one effect. And he's also exhausted after that, so... He is also exhausted after that. He took a level of exhaustion. Oh, likely. Very okay. Likely. When when she thinks that he's asleep, um, the the assembled masses will probably come back to hear Callisto just humming to herself. She'll shut up immediately as soon as she knows that everybody else is here. But she's just kind of singing to herself in druidic. I want to say Zara catches such right as he's beginning to perform the ritual and he's I imagine he, he so 
I imagine Soot has it, um, where they can, like, kind of just meditate beside the spear. It's it's an hour-long ritual, and I can basically, it could be whatever, I just have to have one hand on this weapon the whole time. Okay, um, near the beginning, to give you enough time to actually do it if you want to, um, but Zara's just going to sit down in, in front of Soot, and he's going to yank the spear away and then put it on the ground between them. And I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. You, you had your eyes closed, and I forgot that you could actually hear me. Um, but it occurred to me that. Well, I don't. I don't want any kind of curse or magical compulsion or anything to drive you into doing something you don't want to do or give you any extra reason to do something that you might not want to do but think you have to and i was just afraid that in given the political climate of lorbrum it wouldn't be a surprise if this spear was magicked to compel you to do one of those things and i just wanted you to think carefully about what attuning yourself to this dowry actually means before you did it. And I am not the person to actually make those decisions for you, so I apologize in the first place for even broaching the topic. I'm sorry. No, that's a point I hadn't considered. Can I... I don't know what this would be, Corey. Can I, like, think back? Like, I I could just be making up stuff. But that does that seem like something she would do, like, Tricia? Is that, like, a kind of tactic she would take? Like, like, Probably check? not her. Maybe her mother, but not her. Now I'm generating a whole conspiracy in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, she only found it because my dad helped her fight it. And my dad, like, cursed it. So <laughs> I Just remember, we do have a couple of scenes in the next morning to get to, and it's already yeah, 10.30. Uh, <clears throat> I'm... I think so will kind of nod. I'll accept whatever comes my way. I, I won't. I, Thank I'm, you. I'll think, I'll think on this. I'll think on this. Here, here. Right. And um, just as he goes to leave, he'll turn back and just say, Soot? I never use that message spell on me again. Noted. And he'll be if. If you come in, you'll see Caster crawl up with the bottle, with the fresh bottle of liquor in his hands. If you want it, he also picked it up partially, Zareth, because he knows how much you like fine glass work. And he thought this bottle was really cool and that you like it. He'll, uh, he'll smile when he sees the two cuddling. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, we will hunker down for maybe a little bit more cards, a little bit more fun. Um, if we want to pepper in some roleplay later, maybe in another episode, maybe uh, have a flashback to a scene, we can do that. I'm going to make up for that time. I just want to make sure that we get 
enough scenes in throughout the night. Um, but it's going to be not so chilly. Um, you guys will have had plenty of money for firewood, some snackages, uh, plenty of card games going on maybe that night, um, and plenty of fresh baths because uh, you guys will be able to finally have a basin to get some warm water to scrub up and um, probably like a blanket or a tarp up so that you guys get some privacy and um, the next morning uh, you guys will hear that salty spray it'll be rather chilly but the fire will keep it kind of like a mellow 70 inside um, you'll have this spray kind of bashing up against the the side of the building so you get like a, a very hefty scent of seaweed and a little bit of salt and foam from the seashore um, mix that in with maybe a little bit of crab because uh, the crabbing probably big thing around here um, you'll hear the galls kind of overhead that's pretty much what you'll get in the next morning um as soon as I like I wake up I check the time and if it's close to when I was supposed to meet meet her I I like rush out and go to where at the meeting spot okay What is everybody else doing for this breakfast morning? Thinking about our cow being dead. Oh, that's right. Caster wakes up and he's like, oh, we left her tied to a cart in the middle of the woods. She can't eat and she's free food for whatever sees her. Uh, I, I actually, the question that I have, I'll wait till after and then I'll just kind of either state it the record or at the beginning of podcast. Uh, Castro will look to Zareth and he'll say, Zareth, I got us another bottle of this brandy because it was good and I thought you would like the bottle. I do like the bottle. Thank you for the kindness of thought. Um, also, it was delicious. We'll have to make another night of that. Agreed. A slower night of that. <laughs> So interesting story that um, I didn't know about because I'm not much of a swimmer like you, but I got decompression sickness last night. <laughs> All right, so we're going to pause from here. We're going to rush over to the inn. And there will be a slender figure waiting for you. Um, she will have the kind of stick... Uh, posed in front of her, kind of pointed down at the, the earth, just kind of waiting. Um, she hasn't entered yet, either. Um, she's just kind of waiting at the door. How do you pronounce your name again? Anastage. An Anastage. Anastage. Yeah. I hope I didn't make you wait long. No. Uh, I've only been here about uh, three minutes. Good. Uh, would you like to go inside, or do you maybe want to take a walk around? Um, actually, I was not going to purchase from here. She's going to kind of turn around and start heading um, down the street a little bit. Okay, uh, he'll he'll follow her behind. Uh, follow right behind her. <laughs> follow her behind. Yeah. Um, so you're going to notice that there is one thing that this place kind of has, uh, and it's it's the one thing that seems to make everybody in the town kind of really really happy. Lobster rolls. Corner food. 
Um, they have small stands here and there that pop up on carts on wheels. And they sell things from gyros of sorts to anything between the, the medieval sausage link and uh, maybe a turkey leg as well. That kind of uh, a little bit of roasting or pre-prepped. And uh, you know, for he a couple of silver, so you can just grab and go. Um, but as you can kind of get towards this corner here, I'd like you to roll me your perception check. I am not good at those. She's not going to, yeah, you're not going to quite get it yet uh, with four. Um, but she's going to kind of sniff the air and kind of take in a, a bit of an aroma, perhaps. Um, kind of noticing from her, you might be able to get a small whiff. Mm. Maybe a little bit of browning, and like this nice crust, something like a pie or something. And then she's going to turn right and head down a small alleyway. You know, the last time... And I'm not saying this in character. I'm saying this out of character for me. The last time I went down the alley, I was I was basically sold into slavery. And I should learn my lesson. But I'm going to follow her anyways. Okay. So. Why is there a battle map? <laughs> God. Reasons. Shush. Oh. Um, Welcome back, Finn. Oh, shit. She's large. <laughs> Whoa. Pick. Why are you so large? What Don't is say going that to on a woman. Map? No, they reset all my settings. It's all of our tokens. There we go. Darn. All right. Well, I don't have an alleyway large enough, so we'll just use this. Oof, we'll just use this straight up here. That's fine. I mean, no one but us is going to see it, so it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, go ahead and have uh, Finn. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Not a problem. Um. So... The first thing that you're going to hear is the clinking of chains. Oh, God. Do I recognize <laughs> these chains? Go ahead and roll me a perception. I swear to God. You gotta stop. You gotta learn eventually. Oh. Eight. Do you have Jack of all trades yet, Finn? Yeah, and it's already applied. Okay. So. <clears throat> Let's see here. Oh, perfect. I know just how to do this. Give me one second. Bending spell. So, between behind you and in front of you, um, this this chain sound is going to kind of befuddle her for a moment. So she's going to stop uh, dead center of this alleyway, kind of confused. And just going to look over to you. Do, you. do you know what that sound is? 
Do I? You would not be able to recognize it immediately, no. I I would not, but I would I would tell her to get behind me. Do, did I, I? I would pull her behind me. Right, let's um, get you about midway through. Here. Yeah. Do uh. When I when I came back, I I know you said my gold and stuff was gone. Was my my rapier also taken? Um. Yes, it was actually. I yeah. So I have no weapon. Uh. As soon as like. I see, no, not even as soon. As I pull her back, I'm going to cast Sending to, uh, uh, it'll be Caster. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you go to do that, you'll see this uh, big, burly, chained guy, uh, very familiar. And it's about then when you're going to realize what that sound was. And there's going to be an item on his in his chest that is going to God motherfucking God damn it! Oh yeah, uh, that screwed my hell? brain up. I did. It is kind of weird that it somewhat lays over. It laid over so perfectly, but it made my brain explode. It's what did it done? It copied the map. It destroyed everything. You can't control oh Z. Oh God! Control Z. Nope. Nothing. Corey, just create create a new map really quick, and then just draw with the drawing thing <sighs> where the uh, edges would be. It'll give you less. Uh, it'll give you less. Or we could just. I mean, we could theoretically. Hold on. Just, just, just give me, just give me a second. Let me, hey. let me come to it my in my brain for a second. Take your time, man. Yeah. Alright. White page. Find a color. Thank you. That's how large we'll say it is. Should have just told her I have a fear of alleyways. Should have just... Alright. Let's try this one more time. You... Oh, God. Get off the pin! Starting to hate anything that's D twenty program. Oh crap! What? I am so sorry. You're, You're good. fine, man. Yeah, it's it's roll twenty. I, yeah, I get it. That's absolutely a roll twenty. <laughs> Hashtag still sponsor us. Page Crowder. Don't sponsor us for long. We ain't gonna be here long. Guys, why did y'all let me go alone? Because it's a it's date. A date. It's kind of weird for a date for us to go with you. I blame this on y'all. I'm his chaperone. I can't. I can't. It's, can't go anywhere it's also me. the middle of the day in the city, so like. Does anyone know. trust? I'm not gonna finish what that do statement. What? A little rat who escaped his cage. Uh, Brutus, if I'm not mistaken, right? <laughs> Speaking to that pipsqueak Martha, I see. Couldn't shut her mouth. You... Whatever you have against me, leave her out of this. This has nothing to do with her. Oh, that's not why we're here. You've got a target on your head, boy. 
her name again, Anastasia. Yes. Anastasia, run. Just get out of here. Do not worry about me. I'll be fine. She's going to attempt to run. And one of the guardsmen are going to stop her. Yeah, did my sending go through? It did not. Because you're going to see an emblem on the chain man's chest kind of light up and then dim. Uh, if he if he goes to like if he stops her, I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna rush at her, rush at the guard, just tackle him so she can get away. All right, let's go ahead and roll initiatives. Oh, God. Well, goodbye, guy. Eighteen. Eighteen's not bad. You got dimension door by any chance? No, I didn't. I think that's a third level. And I pick slow. It's it's fourth, so you couldn't even get that until this level or next level. You have thunder wave. I do, but I don't want to hurt her. Get right beside her and just blast the dude like right away from her. All right, let's Oof. go ahead and make this descending. There you go. Now. Since you're starting off at the top of the round um, and you're feeling very uh, protective, right? You're mm -hmm. feeling yeah. a little exposed. You don't have your rapier. Um, and then you're going to feel something with your ring. Um, it is going to kind of manifest a form in your hand. And like, unlike most of, of what you've seen kind of happen so far, this one will be green and nasty looking. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Okay. Well, I, I'm going, uh, if the guy tries to stop her from moving, like I said, I'm going to go, uh, run and stab him. All right. What stats should I use? Should I just use rapier or a dagger? Use a plus one rapier with a 1d5 uh, poison uh, on a crit. Okay. So let me... One... One... All right. <sighs> That's going to mess. Um, so the guards are going to kind of chuckle a bit. Um, let me see if I can... There it is. Uh, first one's going to take a swing. Let me see where he's at. He is... Oh, wait. He is over there. Let me see how far he can move. What is up with roll 20? He can get to her, but I don't think he can get to Finn from where Finn's at. I think he's going to get about there, and he's going to toss a hand axe. At me? Yes. Okay. He's going to miss with a seven. Uh, and it's going to be this guy over here. Uh, let's see how far can he get. Can he can, can I shout there. something before this one moves? Uh, what can you say in three seconds? I won't fight. Let her go. 
they kind of look three second glance back to this man. They sh he shakes his head back and forth. And they continue. Um, let me go ahead and because he's gonna that's a 15 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits two, da two damage. All right, last one who is right next to her. Uh, go ahead and get an attack of opportunity because he is going to try to attempt to pull her away from you. 22 will hit, 8 piercing damage. All right, so you're going to give him a nasty kind of gash across his back. He is going to successfully pull her away from you, though, but you did make a nasty hit. Uh, let's see here. Why is that? Where is that? I'm infuriated with roll 20 today. My whole screen just shifted. My whole bar went off screen. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't switch from pointer to anything. I couldn't even open turn earlier. All right, Finn, your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rush to this guy. I'll take attack opportunities if I have to. Right. And stab the same guy. Fifteen will hit. Uh, oh, okay. Go ahead and make your attack. Uh, uh, I did fifteen. Fifteen will hit. Eight more piercing. Yeah. He's dead. Which All right. One is and I'm going to. Ah, I don't have much bonus actions. I'm gonna give her. Yeah, I'm gonna give her a bardic inspiration. It, and uh, it just—it's uh, like he just starts like whistling a like a tune to like, like kind of same thing he did for Arwen when the, he was trying to calm her down, just hum a a, a kind a tune, and just give her bardic inspiration. And that, at the end of my turn, I'm gonna tell her, just go, just go, please. All right, so you're gonna give her a bardic inspiration, right? Yeah. This guy is, is down. He's passed out. Um, she's going to feel a little invigorated. Um, she's going to pick up this stick. She's going to take three steps forward. And then she is going to rip this stick as quickly as she can into this man's face. Well, if she does Hopefully. that, she gets this. That's a five. That is a huge whiff. Ah. Uh. Uh, hold on. Immediately, the creature rolls bardic inspiration die. Is it? Sorry. Move the thunderous creature. You can see. Nah. Unfortunately, it will not hit even with a even with a inspiration die. Okay. That at most would be what an eleven. Thirteen. Yeah. A thirteen. Yeah, I have D8s now as a as a bar. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me let me check. Um, because they closed everything when I had to relog. 
I'm so sorry. You're, you're fine. Okay. That'd hit if you if you had got. Go ahead and roll a d8. Okay. Two. That's that's gonna miss, unfortunately. Uh, but she she gave it a try. Um. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I I, I just. I just yell, please, don't, just, I'll, just let her go. It's, that's all he can do. It's, he's almost in tears at, at this point. She's gonna, she's gonna kind of like kick you in the shin. And in three seconds, it, she's just gonna kind of, she can't look to you, but she's, she's gonna kind of just turn towards you. It's either fight or die. Fight with me or die with me. Saint your fight though. It doesn't matter. I'm here. All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's go with this guy over here. He's going to kind of come over here. He's got one more hand axe, so he's going to go ahead and give that a chuck. That's a 9. That'll miss. This guy over here, he's going to kind of move up, and he's going to attempt to give you a stick with his rapier. It's a 14 to hit. That'll hit. Four damage. Alright. Third guy. He's going to go after her. <clears throat> he will miss. Finn. A little bit of dex to her. <laughs> I'm. I'm going to. Can I? I guess the best question is, can I feel my magic at all? Yeah. All right. I'm going to cast Bane. Okay. Oh, I'm putting it in chat. And how do you wish to use this spell? I would. I. I still have my ring on, right? Yes. I would kind of like, almost like, put it towards like, like almost like he's about to kiss it, like focus on it, and and just like say a silent prayer. It's like, please let this work. And almost like like he's throwing dust, so like wave his hand out. All right. So uh, what does this mean? Do I need to make a roll or save? Yeah, then all uh, three creature, three up to three creatures uh, in thir in a thirty foot range must make a charisma saving throw. If not, if they fail, they must. Whenever they make an attack or saving throw, they they roll a d4 and, and minus whatever they rolled. Opposite of blessed. Yeah. They all fail with a nine. I'm rolling them because they all have the same stats. Yep. So, so now anytime they make an attack or saving throw, they must they. Minus D4 for it. Okay. And Finn is going to move here. Alright. Finn it's going to move up here. And you're going to see Big Guy start leaving the alleyway. Um, this guy here is going to attempt to stick you. And so that's a 6 minus four, a D4. Regardless, not going to hit. Yeah. 
Um, let's go ahead. Other guy here. Try this again. That's another six. Fuck you, roll twenty. One more, and we get a number. Um, another miss. Um, let's, let's try for a triple whammy. Let's hopefully not get another six. That's an eighteen. Minus the d4. Which is a four. Um, so it'll be a fourteen to hit. Hit me. It hits. No, does it, is it hitting me? Yes, first it's it's coming at you for a fourteen. Yeah, he he hits. Okay. That is six damage. Five, and I have to roll a concentration. Yes, sir. Oh, what's the? Is it Constitution or? It's Constitution, and it's DC ten yeah. or half the damage, whichever is higher. Yeah. Ah, uh, it fails. It's a natural one. I think Bane is gone now. Yeah, it's gone. Start of the round, your turn. All right. I'm going to... Is the dead guy's... No, did she pick up the dead guy's weapon? No. All right. I'm going to use my ability dancing... uh, uh, Dancing weapon. I think that's what it's called. No animated performance. It, I basically, it's a it's a non-magical a thing. It becomes a, uh, uh, an ally basically. Okay. So it moves on my. Uh, it moves right after my turn. So and it will attack. It will. Do I? Okay, I do have control for it. It'll go right here. And it will, attack. Uh, the guy in front of it with a force empowered slam. Seventeen will hit for force. Yep. All right. And bonus action will cast healing word on myself. All right. Let's do the guards. Uh, it don't matter if he if the guy right next to the dancing weapon's not moving. It don't matter. It's an 18 to hit for the first one. For On you. me, yep, it hits. It's five damage. Alright. That second guy's taking a swing. It's a 21 to hit. That hits. That's six damage. Mm. Third guy is going to attempt to shove her onto the ground. Hey, you wouldn't punch someone with glasses, would you? 22 versus a 7. She is prone and on the ground. Finn, makes it your turn. Alright, seeing that, I am going to cast... What do I have that can't... That won't hit her. I'm going to cast Phantasmal Force on the one that just shoved her. Okay. What does that do? Ah, oh, God. It does, it does nothing. Uh, it, you know, he, it makes him think he sees something. He has to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Uh, well, he did fail the 14. So he will, he will see that she has vanished into the ground. And he takes right. one psychic damage. And 
on on at the end, the dancing weapon will uh, uh, attack the uh, the guy in front of it. Holy fucking moly! <laughs> yeah, we might need to talk about that thing. So I'll say, Soot's gonna just stand back the whole game and let the sword Holy handle shit. it. It it that was maxed for everything. Yeah, it it's a plus seven, and it it can. We can have it just do instead of rolling for damage, hit with an eight, because that's it can do that instead of rolling for damage. Let's roll damage. Okay. Uh, you said eleven damage. Yep. Which which one here? The guy right in front of it. Dead. All right, and that'll be its turn. All right. All right. I, well, this 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 guy. Rar, that was my friend. Um. Very angry. Uh, he's going to take a swing for a 16 to hit. That hits. All right. Six more damage. I'm not looking good. I mean, I'm at half, uh, barely under half. When does the lady go? She hasn't gone in a while. Um, she is not currently engaging. Oh. Um, until she can kind of find her stick again. Oh, he knocked it out of her hand. What a monster. She's prone, knocked it straight out of her hand. She's just I, struggling to get up currently. I also think he can make a saving throw to see if he saves against the Phantasmal Force at the end of his turn. Okay. Um, I, don't, I think it was a straight D20. It's an action. That's a natural one, so did not save. Um, okay. Uh, second guy is going to come up beside you. Um, seeing as she's gone, it's a 12 to hit. It misses. It's your turn. Alright, I'm going to attack the guy who moved behind me with the rapier. Yes. Damage? Nine? Nine, yep. Bloodied. And the dancing weapon's gonna move up here and attack him. 16. I'll hit. 6. He is also bloodied. And that's my turn. Alright. So, um, she's gonna fiddle around here. Grab this stick, eventually. She so used 50 feet, uh, 15 feet of her movement. She's gonna stand up, and she's gonna try to whack. Um, however, she is a bit discombobulated. Um, this this is gonna be at you. At me. Fifteen to hit. She hits me. Should be disadvantaged because she's blind. She she's already just going straight off of just her strength bonus. That's it. Or not her strength bonus. Her um. Proficiency. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Oh, she whacks me. Four damage. Ah. Uh, that. Uh... I am at 19 out of 47 now. If she hears that it thunk to get you, like, will you say anything? Will you be verbal? I'll, I'll, I'll just say, ow. She's going to mentally apologize immediately. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Good hit, though. Now, she did move. Does that mess with the alteration at all? Or is, does that guy still think she's in a hole? Let me read the spell. It's Phantasmal Force is a weird spell. 
he has to basically say that if the tariff is real, it does say the target rationalizes any logical outcomes from interacting with the phantasm. So if the invisible person in the hole gets up and swings and it hasn't succeeded its fail or its save, it, it realizes, yeah, sometimes the air does swing and hit my friends or my enemies okay. that are in front of me. He probably well, then they both it. swung at him then. Yeah. So that was an 18 and a 21 to hit. They both hit. That's five damage and six Jeez, damage. Jeez, you are getting max damage, dog. Uh, eight. I'm down to eight hit points. Right. It is your turn. All right. I'm going to stab the guy in front of me again. This guy right here? Yeah. 21. Dead. All right. Then the dancing weapon. Hit. Right Ten force. Yep. Dead. Do I, uh, do I see him? I see uh, uh, Brutus. After being worried about her being thrown to the ground and everything that kind of happened, her swinging, your attention, I would assume, would have broken from him. Yeah. When you look back, he is gone. Okay. He uh he he uh I'll first say they're 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 dead now. Uh she's going to seem shaken, especially at the word dead, like she's probably never dealt with death before. Like at at that situation like needing to kill or fight um it's probably all new to her. Technically, she only hit Finn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry. It was if this was my mess. You got dragged into. Um. She's just gonna kind of pull you to sit in the corner of the building in the in the concrete, and she's just gonna kind of lay her head on your shoulder. Um, he'll wrap his arm around her and he's going to try to cast Sending again. It'll work. Send it to you, Caster. You're going to see Caster burst out of whatever chair he's sitting in and be like, Finn's in trouble. I'll, I'm all... Uh, uh, no, it's it's a different message uh, than just help, but he'll say ran into some trouble in the alleyway near the near the bar. We're okay, but I I I'd like y'all to come here. T word and alleyway. Caster's message doesn't change. Get up, Finn's in trouble. And runs out the door, pushes it open, and starts hoofing. Callisto. I want you to have a moment here. Yeah. That door opens up because your eyes are going to brighten and you're going to hear a voice rushing it again. Is that really the best choice? Be careful. My friend's in trouble. Then leave with everyone else together. Guess it's going to screech to a halt. 
his heels. Callisto will run into his back. Oh yeah, so so it was definitely <laughs> probably I, I, I Callisto I runs into his oh, back and, no. and he holds it and then Soot runs into her back and they Actually, all fall forward. Soot will whenever Caster gets up and Callisto gets up, Soot will flag Zare down and just mouth uh, Finn's in trouble and then just run. And then Zare will like leap all over the three of them in a single bound <laughs> and go out the door. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we keep forgetting to tell Caster that we're running off places, or Zare that we're running off places. I figured Zare could see. I, I figured Zare could see the exaggerated motion of Caster the leaping last, out of a chair. The last time we did that, Zare just like wandered around town. So he did. I, I would like to say, like, if as what they come to is they'll see like the bodies, and probably Finn bloody as all. But he's he's holding her and and like just humming a like a, a a soft tune, and more than likely he has tears in his eyes. With that wicked green blade. And yeah, that wick that wicked green blade. He dropped it as soon as like it's like a foot away from him. He's holding her. Caster is going to cast a different spell, seeing that you're bloodied. A new one for him. Because he can constantly hook you up with it. Oh, yeah. Could we... Basically, I can keep giving you and her 2d6s until you're both healed uh, ten times. I fucking hate that spell. I, I assume, well, It's concentration. Way... Just uh, as long as we don't do the whole rumba bullshit. Oh, it's not. That's not. That's healing spirit, and they changed that so you can't. Oh, okay. Thank God. I, healing, I can that only give them. Shit. I can. I can only give one of them two d six per every six seconds. So I have ten d six to split out between everybody. Versus healing okay. spirit used to be, you could do like it was, it was just time. It was twenty. It was twenty d six per the duration of the spell that everyone who could run through it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, and it would just people would line up and just walk through it on their turn and just. Mamba yep. health. Did we I, uh, see the the chainbringer? I assume not on our run to Finn. Probably because he's heading um, kind of northern, and you guys are coming from the south. Most likely not. Okay, I I assume so because I assumed it would have mentioned it, and I don't know if the group would have made it to the alley because would have been like, let's fight the student public. Yeah. Okay. Did you get? Did you get? Or did she get hit at all, Corey? Does she look like she took any damage? Um, she she had fallen. She's probably scraped her knees, but nothing right. like severe. So, I'll give nine of the d six to Finn because he looks pretty bad, and I'll give one of the d six to her. Okay. I, have a, I have a world question, Corey. Mm-hmm. Is Lorbrim under the kingdom of Fortosum or under the kingdom of Sorlim? Depends who you ask. It's Crow been Zare a fought territory is, for years. Zare is going to rip all emblems off their clothing. And he's going to thrust them into Soot's hands. And he's going to say, we don't know where they came from. Sure. Uh, he's right. He just wants to burn the bodies. You guys will 
smell something. Almost every one of you will. Um, it is a leafy green burn um, with a small hint of mint to it. And you guys will hear a cart pull up at the end of it. And each one of you will smell these very amazingly baked meat pies. This very shaggy-haired gentleman is going to kind of turn to everyone and smile and kind of go, So, um, what can I get you guys? Food? Uh, I need to make some money today. Anybody interested? Oh, you guys look bad. What, what happened here? His guards just got confused. Uh, Ended up falling down. Oh. Yo, I like tripped and fell on a bullet. Stunt <laughs> <laughs> is gonna like walk around so that they're they're facing Zare, but like facing away from this person. I almost named the NPC, even though it's <laughs> their name. Um, and just kind of like look at Zare and go, they're very obviously dead. While all of, all of, oh, sorry. Oh man, there's <laughs> just nodding, tough. and he's he's going to like how much for point and push the insignias into soot, and meat pie like, or two silvers, bro. All right, give me five of them. Guess right, give him a gold. Yeah, man, I love these meat pies. Like me and my friend, we make these all night long. These are awesome. He's gonna kind of pull out the pie and. It's nice, a golden crust. You get a little bit of that nice kind of gravy bubbling to the top. You can kind of see the, the seasoned mashed potatoes just ever so ever underneath the crust a bit. Nice, thick kind of gravy in it with a, a, like a really nice brothy smell. Any, uh, gags. any vegetable pies? There are uh, two that are in there. There is a zucchini... Um, Tofu pie? I'll take the zucchini. Cast put, uh, put an extra gold in there and say, yeah, give me the zucchini too. So he'll pull that out and you can kind of see the zucchini has been sliced very thinly and kind of ranged around into the, the center. Almost like a ratatouille. Almost. Um, but it's interchanged with uh, a few potatoes. And um, a little bit of cauliflower mixed in on top with um it, it's it's like a it's not a butter it's like an oil and a nice fine pepper on top with a nice thick crust Kester will wave uh Zareth to come over to him yeah you want to help me hand out these pies i don't have six hands <laughs> absolutely my friend as we recoup cuz i'm sure this is just the beginning of what's to come from the scene. I think this is a good place to pause and come back to next week. Yeah. Well, that was a good first date. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jace. It ran a little late. Oh, you're good. Hey, but also...
Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening through all of that. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I hope you guys are liking where it's going. Um, This has been backdated, so we're actually a few episodes ahead, if not close to being done season two. I know episodes have been pushed back so long. Um, And for that, I'm sorry. Um, We just got finally a new solid PC. And I mean solid. This thing is amazing. So episodes are going to start being pushed out soon. Um, They might not have the same flair and editing. You might catch a few things that aren't perfect. For that, I'm sorry. Um, We usually try our best to make sure that the episodes sound as good as they do. Um, But it takes so long, especially since these episodes are almost three hours. So I have to loosen the reins a little bit and just kind of let a few things slide. um, For sanity's sake. Um... And time. But anyway, I want to thank uh, Cobalt Press for making Tomes of Beasts. Um, It's been pretty great. Um, Again, we haven't really used it much. In fact, I I don't know how often we're going to use it, but I love what's in that book, and I love shouting them out because what we do use, I really love what they've made. I know later on in the game, a couple of things that I use are going to be based off some of the stuff in that book, and that's fantastic. I want to thank Sirenscape for allowing us to use their music and sound effects in the background of all of our episodes. We've got a link below. Go ahead and click that. It shows you every single sound that we use to make this podcast, every little bit of ambiance. Um, we use a uh, we kind of use a third party to kind of sprinkle that in through Discord so that the players could listen to it as we're playing, and it really it <laughs> it really puts the mood into the game. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I need to shout out, but I think that's it. Besides the players, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for playing, and thank you for enjoying this game so much. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and as always, remember, keep your opportunities open. (laughs) 